0: to another episode of My Drunk Movie Theater. I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Georgia
1: Campbell.
0: And I'm back guys. I'm back from vacation. So we took 3 weeks off. It wasn't planned to be 3 weeks. It was only supposed to be like one or two. Um, but life comes at you hard, comes at you fast and if you blink you might miss it. So when
1: you work 7 days straight. I can't believe
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the, the leaving that on the edge of the table she's referring to is a bottle of Barstool Sports and New Amsterdam's Pink Whitney, which is a pink lemonade flavored vodka, which we are drinking with uh, pink lemonade, which I have here in my little souvenir BB-8 <laughs> 8 cup from Disney's Hollywood Studios in uh, Orlando, Florida. Yeah, 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 I, uh, yeah, 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 I you know, vacation. I had a great vacation. So I Almost worked almost
2: every day while you were on vacation. Yeah,
0: and you know what, and I felt bad about it every single day I was on vacation. As I, I was going woo oh, wow. on roller coasters and getting drunk every day on a cruise ship. So uh-huh. I, you know, no, I, I no, when you, when you told me you were having to work every single day, like in that one week period, I actually genuinely felt bad. Like I, I had one day off.
1: Yeah. And that time span you were And
0: I'm sorry. Like I didn't realize that you were going to get screwed over like that. So, um, but vacation was good. It, uh, it gave me some clarity, uh, not just about, you know, getting to clear my mind from the show and other things that we talked about in previous episodes. Uh, but also where to take the show and what what I kind of want to do with it on down the road. so we've got we've got some ideas. Um, of course, uh, we'll talk about it later in the show, but we talked about uh, the Star Wars trailer came out this week. I realized that as of recording day today, we have about eight weeks until uh, the rise of Skywalker Hits theaters or before we can see it anyway. Uh, so I think we're going to have to do at the very least like special little shows just where we go over and in depth into the saga episodes. We're not going to do solo. We're not going to do Rogue One as much as I enjoyed those. I think we just need to stick to the the main Skywalker story. So look for those in the coming weeks. Um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't also didn't get to do the birthday episode for Ryan that I wanted to do too. Um, I think part of it was just that it was a little too, too new and too raw still. Um, but we'll, we'll see as, as time goes on, we may do something with that. So, um, he's probably up
1: there right now. Don't talk about me. Talk about Star Wars. No, no, no.
0: He's no, he's sitting there going, do it. You coward. Pussy, do it. And I'm sitting there going, I'm sorry, Ryan. Um, no, he, he would definitely understand. Uh, so yeah. So what, what good's going on vacation if I don't have some stories to tell? So, uh, I told you, of course, I'm going to tell the audience. So the cruise, so Crystal and I went on a vacation. We went on, on a cruise to uh, Key West and Nassau, Bahamas. Um, and the only movie-related things to those are the fact that in Key West, we went to the Hemingway House, which is where they shot a scene from uh, – well, several scenes in Key West from uh, James Bond's License to Kill. Uh, but specifically at Hemingway House, we got to see where Timothy Dalton jumped off the veranda and ran away from from the MI6 agents as he went rogue. Um which was really cool. But we also got to see the polydactyl cats, which, Trisha, I know you would appreciate, because cats. Uh, spe-
1: you make me sound like a crazy cat lady. We only have
0: one, which you which, which I'm can. glad. I'm really glad, because our friend Amanda has got too okay. damn many, uh, uh, and she'd have been all over it. Uh, but no, the Hemingway happen So I'm going to share some, some little factoids if you're not going on the tour. I highly recommend it if you go to Key West. Uh, but there they have cats there. I don't recommend it if you're allergic. It's fine. Honestly. You'll be fine. I'm allergic. You'll be okay. But
1: a side note: apparently, they're developing a vaccine for people who are allergic to
0: cats. I'm still not getting one, Trisha. Stop it,
1: Crystal. Crystal's already me. been on me this
0: week. Crystal's already <laughs> been on me this week. I got four dogs. We're good. And you've already complained about watching those. One your dogs on deck right well, now. I got to power wash it anyway. So anyway, I'm pretty sure
1: I see poop
0: too. Yeah, you do. Um, Bruce spoiled and doesn't want to go on the high grass and I need to mow. Um, anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's just bullshit. Well, dog shit at this point, but anyway, so the Hemingway house cats. So polydactyl cats is kind of one of those weird things that it's known for, even though it's Ernest Hemingway's freaking house. Yeah. Um, so the cats though is what I kind of want to focus on real quick because they're all related to a cat that Ernest Hemingway received back in the 1930s. So apparently polydactyl cats amongst sailors are considered lucky. Huh. And as I've told you in the past, Ernest Hemingway had s- uh, at least nine documented concussions over the years from various incidents and accidents. He wasn't known
2: drunk. So.
0: He was. He was also he got a drink, fight, and screw for everybody who can't. So get yes. the timeless quote in there. That's all I could think of the entire time. But so he received. he was re- so proud. So he receives a polydactyl cat, which is at least a six-toed cat, from a sailor, from a, from a, cap, a ship's captain, um, as a gift. The cat's name is Snow White.
2: Okay. Well,
0: eventually on down the road, his uh, two sons also received polydactyl cats. And they, they got named after famous people. So all the cats that are currently at the Hemingway house, mm-hmm. we met maybe 10 of the 59 and I can. Fifty-nine. There's 59 there. That's a lot of damn cats. If there was a crazy cat lady there throwing them at people like the Simpsons, I would have understood. But there's 59 cats there. We met maybe 10 of them. I can only remember the names of like three, maybe four, five at the most. Uh, I know two of them were named. One was uh, Billy. Oh, my God. Strange Fruit. Why can I not remember her name? Uh, Jazz singer. Come on, Trisha. You're the music major. You should be helping me here.
1: <laughs> I'm supposed to know every name ever. Uh, not allowed to
0: blank. No, you're not. Uh, okay.
1: Billy
0: Holiday? Holiday. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and then Ella Fitzgerald. Those were two of the cats. Okay. Uh, the very first one we met was named Ooh, after. the
1: cutie replace it with something
0: cat-related, like her... No, like, no, 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 no. Well, the first character. cat was Snow White.
1: Okay.
0: So and that's it. But Snow White was obviously it uh, was actually a male. I don't know um so anyway uh the very first one we met was lionel barrymore he was an orange like kind of tabby looking cat first one we met um tour guide told us what his name was and i'm like oh, okay that's kind of cool and then he introduced us to his little buddy who was this dark cat mm-hmm. uh harry s truman which being from kansas city we had to immediately yeah. talk about <laughs> was like hell yeah america's like second best president maybe third yeah, f- top five. <laughs> so, but from Kansas City, plus the Ernest Hemingway. Actually, uh, I don't know if you know this or not. Hemingway's first job out of, like, high school or college was Kansas City Star. Yeah. So, as a journalist. I don't
1: know that I knew it was Kansas City Star, but
0: I, yeah. I
1: feel like
0: I yep. it would be somewhere here. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, so, so that was the second cat we met. The third one I appreciated and uh, our friend Alex would appreciate uh, was he was out on his own for the eighth or – For only the eighth day. So he's he's a very young little kitten. Uh, But he was also another orange cat. And his name was Alfred Hitchcock. Or Alfie. So as a movie nerd, I really appreciated it. But it was really cool to kind of go through the whole house. And uh, actually see all this history kind of brought to life, it also helped that the uh, the tour guide also was, like, very passionate on the subject. Yeah,
2: that's always
0: good. Yeah, so, um, and not only that, also got real serious at the end when it came to talking about Hemingway and the concussions, and, like, the brain damage that was done to him, because yeah. by the end of his life, of well, Hemingway... Uh, with,
1: with all his other... Yeah as,
0: as yeah, as I'm sure you know, committed suicide, um, which my uncle asked me to ask him about Hemingway, if they had any shotguns in the house, because... He's a terrible human being, so, yeah, you gotta have a dark sense of humor. Anyway, the tour guide appreciated it, so, <laughs> of course you did. But, but, of course it did, why didn't I? Well, they had a book in one of the cases there called Hemingway's Guns. I feel like it was fair game at that point, so, but we talked about it and he got very serious about it, and about CTE and all that, and I, I really appreciated that, so, so that was that was cool to see there in in Key West I highly recommend it of course go to sloppy Joe's get yourself a mojito get drunk with the bartenders they' they're a blast um, anyway so we're, we're on the boat of course we drank all week uh, got to get to know some uh, Jersey Shore type people that were uh, they were nice people they and they and they actually bitched about people from Jersey Shore and followed up with yeah they're not from Jersey they're actually from Staten Island and I'm going. You're all Yankees to me. I don't care. Uh, but then Friday, it's
1: all New, new England. We don't. It is. People. Yeah. No.
0: No. You can all kiss my ass. The Giants, the Jets, <laughs> the Yankees, the the Red Sox. Well, I actually don't mind the Red Sox, but the Patriots. That you can all go to hell. Uh, I'm kidding. If you guys are We're listening, the big market
2: teams in Army, so. Yeah, I know.
0: So well, we'll get to that later. So anyway, then we went to Nassau, which I've been, we've been to before, um, but this time we actually uh, went swimming the stingrays. And on the path to get to the Stingray like conservation area was kind of cool. That's actually where they shot some of the boat chase scenes from Thunderball. Again, oh. as a Bond geek, I was having a great You're time on this trip. the trip. I'm just nerding out the entire week. So, um, so yeah. So the cruise was was fine. It was, uh, and I know I know you personally don't get too excited about it. You've done one. You're like you'd rather explore this area for a while, and I get that. Yeah.
1: I'd, I'd rather go to a destination.
0: Yeah. I,
1: traveling is not my vacation. Yeah. Going to a place is my
0: vacation. Sure. I I'm one of those. I can do it either way. I actually kinda like cruising just for the sheer fact that you can go and kind of sample places and then I can go back for a full week yeah, if I want fair. to. So it, it either way. I'm
1: pretty sure I can find stuff to do anywhere.
0: So. Oh, so I'm and I could too. It. So I'm not too concerned. Um but anyway, so yeah, so that was that was the cruise. We we hung out with bartenders all week. Like I said, we spent all week drunk. Um <laughs> Uh, but what what where, where this cruise and this vacation gets really goofy at? So the very last day, like when we're getting off the boat, I think I told I told you this story.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I know where this is going. Yes. So they have the option of you can either let your luggage be taken by an attendant and pick it up after you get off the boat and go through customs, or are you pulling out the the damn Shirley? Yeah. Okay. Wait. No. no. Gif. I'm
1: gonna send it to you.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's it wouldn't be new. It's, it's habit. Anyway, <laughs> I so, so we'll get to that later. But, uh, I gotcha. So, um, so, or you can take your luggage off and get off the boat about an hour earlier. Well, we were going to Disney World,
2: which is what we did when, uh, yeah,
0: we were on the company cruise last year. Yeah. Well, and, and it makes sense. You just, if you only got two bags each or whatever, just get the hell off the boat and go. Yeah. So, it was a
1: five day cruise, so it was. Right. We had small enough bags. And that's we what ours our was. Bag. We had a bag and a carry-on. And yeah. And I think I had a purse. Yeah. Just to make sure I had space for like souvenirs and such. So right. That was all we had. So we just skated.
0: Yeah. Sure. So we carry our luggage off. And we're in line. And, of course, we're not the first ones there. It's a bunch of old people in front of us to be expected. Get off the boat. We go. And we go. You know, they, they take you off the gangway. Take yeah. you through the building. Take you down the, the escalators. Down to where you basically get to go out to the front doors. where the customers agent is we hop in line we go through the rope maze we do it all and like we're in the first like 20 people and we're we're waiting excuse me guys um we're waiting we're standing there they've only got two lanes open they're about to open a third and as we're waiting these two i'm gonna say asian just because i can't confirm where they were from but i'm pretty sure their passport said hong kong Come flying, flying up underneath the ropes and cut me and Crystal, the two people in front of us and everybody behind us,
2: yeah.
0: which cultural differences aside, like I know it's not untypical to be rude or whatever. What we consider rude yeah. in China, wherever, it's whatever. But the fact of the matter is you still cut in line here and we do have protocol and, and, yeah. and rules to follow. So they just butt up underneath and act like nothing's wrong, and don't quote unquote speak English. And which I know that makes me sound awful, but not nearly as awful as the people in front of us that were calling them Orientals.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I know it's not not near as bad as the N word, but it's still not okay. But yeah,
1: that word has not been culturally acceptable
0: in like 50 years. No, no. So I apologize to anybody I offended by using it, but it's not my words. That was the people in front of us. I remember they're also older, too, so whatever. Not making excuses. Anyway, so a few of us start complaining to the guy that's attending the line. And this is the response that we got. And I quote, well, what do you want me to do about it?
1: Send them to the back of the line.
0: Exactly. Send them back. They've cut everybody up here. Just send them to the back of the line as it is because it hasn't filled up yet. It hasn't even gotten halfway deep. Just send them back and make them stay in one spot. You know. No, Dude wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do his job. Whatever. Fine. I'm not about to cause an international incident. I just want to go to Disney World, Tricia. <laughs> I just want to go to Disney World. So we're already in line. And one woman in front of us is not at all having it. At all. She's straight up. like. So the third lane opens up, as I was mentioning. So people start moving over to line up over there. We're one of the we're we're two of those people. This woman that could not stand it straight up boxes these two Asian women out like an NBA. I say NBA, they don't box out in the NBA college. Like a college basketball player boxes these two women out, and she's bigger than both of them put together. Boxes them out and says, "Hey, these two cut everybody in line. So if you got cut by them, come on through." Well, magically, they start speaking English, whatever, and magically, the dude that I dealt with has to do his job now, Mm -hmm. so we're standing in line, and we're just watching this shit show happen as this woman is giving these two Asian ladies up the damn road. Finally, we hear this soft voice behind us in just the sweetest like Alabama Southern drawl just go, well... I just knew she was gonna show her ass, just like that. I about lost my damn mind.
2: <laughs> Crystal
0: whips around, looks at this woman, and she's just she's an elderly woman, and she's from Alabama. Like her husband's got the like the Crimson Tide hat on. I about yelled "Roll Tide" by the time it was done. This is how good it was. She goes, she goes, oh, is that your that's your sister? And this woman goes, no, she's my best friend. And she goes, oh, it's close enough. I can relate. I about lost it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. So we, like, of course, now we're next up in line. So we go through the customs officer, hand them the passports, all that, get out the door, and Crystal looks at me, and she goes, I'm not going to lie, I kind of want to stay and watch what happens because they're still, like, all three of them, the two Asians and the one lady, are all still over off to a corner letting people pass them as they friggin' argue this out. Like, we we were laughing so hard that when we got on the – little transfer bus to the rental rental car place we had to explain to him why we were laughing so hard and even he was sitting there going, are you serious oh my god Because people are crazy yeah. anyway so we got to disney world after about three hour drive uh, got checked in disney world was out of it we had a blast obviously and uh, we're talking about going for crystals 30th i'd love for you to go i understand if you don't but
1: I got paid for Scotland. I know you do. For I Scotland know you do. And I
0: can't wait to hear the Scotland stories. It's like, I, I'm excited for you. Um, we'll do Disneyland for sure. We have to do Disneyland, especially when the Avengers thing opens. Yes. But yes. Uh, yeah, so we did Disney You weren't going there without me. Oh, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't dream of it, Tricia. So, because uh, I have to have somebody do the, the Tower of Terror with me. So sure. Sure. anyway, um, and a Dodgers game. Like, I know you hate big market teams, but it'd be cool to go see the Dodgers. Yeah so
1: I, I still want to visit
0: other parks I, oh absolutely
1: well like well, I said bonus points if it's a year that we're playing in LA oh well, absolutely we'll
0: catch Royals Dodgers that'd be great oh yeah or Royals Angels I'm I'm not picky like I want to see the Dodgers play yeah. but also yeah anyway so we got to Disney World of course they say welcome home that's where we spent our our honeymoon five years ago so it was it was kind of emotional we got checked in uh, went to Epcot which the International Food and Wine Festival was going on and it's great and I highly recommend checking it out just because the food options are fantastic the drink options are even better um, but it is gonna be filled with every frat boy sorority girl, wannabe foodie, whatever all over and so I've never I, I've been to Epcot once before and it was fine it wasn't packed. This time it was packed. But it's all across the World Showcase, which is where all the food and drink stuff is. So, um, you know, deal with it. We did dinner at a, at a German place. Um, so for your birthday a couple weeks ago, or a few weeks ago, uh, I let the Mexican place that we were at know that uh-huh. it was your birthday uh-huh. publicly embarrassed you. Uh-huh. I'm not apologizing for it uh-huh. uh, because it was funny. And
1: whipped cream on my face.
0: Yes, like everybody should celebrate their birthday that way. Uh, the fried
1: ice cream
0: is worth it though it is it's so good but we went to this place called beer garden there at Epcot which is a German place they have like a a stage with a with a polka band come out Crystal when she made the booking told them it was going to be our 10th anniversary which we've been together for 10 years like 10 years this month so we're celebrating 10 years together they decided to make a stand up and make everybody go ticky tucky, ticky tucky, oi 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 the whole way through they didn't do it well the first first time, so I made them do it a second. So, um, yeah, so that was our first night there. Of course, the next day was Hollywood Studios, which is where Galaxy's Edge is at, the new Star Wars park. We built lightsabers, which was cool, and, like, I, I, like I'm going to cherish having my own, my very own lightsaber that I got to put the pieces together and everything. Like, I geeked about that. It was great. However, Trisha... We got to fly the Millennium Falcon, and I turned into a seven-year-old boy all over again. Like, it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, we did that ride three times. I had to ride the Tower of Terror by myself because Crystal won't do it, but we got to do the... We did Smuggler's Run three times. Uh, the third time, like, I got to sit in Han Solo's chair. Crystal got to be chewy. And we yelled at each other the entire time. I'm yelling at the guys behind us to make sure they're shooting everything they can. Engineers, to, like, like went on a full-on let's go full Star Wars thing, and everybody had a blast. That I know there's been people that have complained about it and how, how they don't think it's all that great because of whatever reason. That ride is a blast if you were on there with the right people. Like, and it shouldn't be that way. It, it should be anybody. Yeah. But, like... Get the kids out of the front seat. Let the let the grown-ups yeah. handle it. Like, it is the coolest thing ever. Um, so, yeah, we did that. And we had a blast there. Of course, Magic Kingdom. Uh, we had a rainy day. It got stormy. Crystal got to ride the the Seven Dwarves Mine Car ride. And I, they literally, they take you, it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But then at one point, it slows down and turns into a dark ride. And they take you through that. You remember in Snow White, when you first meet the dwarves, and they do hi-ho. They take you through the, the whole thing, and it is. It is just like the opening of that
2: movie,
0: and it's really cool. Like I have to give Disney props for what they put together there. Um, yeah, no, we had a great vacation. I'm sorry to be bragging about it on the show, but there were some funny things in there I had to share. Plus, you guys are listening, and you want to have Galaxy's Edge is from a Star Wars fan. I absolutely adored it. So, um, yeah. So that same week I'm gone, Joker comes out. I am sorry to tell everybody our theater did not get any kind of nonsense business whatsoever. No nope. people dressed up as clowns. Nobody acting like an asshole. I'm fairly convinced, Trisha, that you guys saved all of that just for me when I got back. Coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, the the customers I've had to deal with here this past week or two since I've been home. So unless you got anything else to add right now
1: feel bad we had extra cops
0: oh we, yeah we
1: always have so every friday and saturday night from 6 to 10 30 mm-hmm. we have um an off-duty cop from our local police department yeah what comes in as just security just honestly they don't do as much as they used to because ever since we switched to reserve seating we don't get the giant groups of roaming teenagers that we used to right but they're still handy to have have on hand like people know they're going to be there we have regulars that we sit there and chat with all night. Sure. But they just kind of, they, they do theater checks for us. They roam the building. They roam the parking lot. They, just they get bored room.
0: regardless of the night. So they,
1: they, they roam for a bit and they come back to the bar area to watch TV and chat with us. Yeah. But for Joker weekend, we had two from six to midnight, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
0: We did it the following week too. Because I came back on a Sunday. don't no, I came back on a Wednesday. And I had cops on Sunday night. I opened the I opened Friday and Saturday, so uh, I don't know how that went. But Sunday, I know I had cops there.
1: Especially Sunday night. Yeah. I think Sunday night, we only had one. Because I think only one person signed up. Because I don't remember there being mm-hmm. one. But there might have been two. I don't know. I don't remember. That was, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. As you like to say, I've drank and slept since then. Same. But Sunday night, I remember them being so bored. Oh, yeah. Because like, by then, like we had died off. Like, Joker did not... It did okay, but it didn't have the impact we expected. Yeah. So they were just bored most of the weekend, which I, I would say I feel sorry for them, except they make a lot of money doing that. So sure. I kind of don't feel that sorry. Oh to no, me.
0: no, I straight up when I when I had they the guys make,
1: like I think like twenty five dollars an hour.
0: Yeah. Oh no, when I when to I just
1: roam around
0: when I talked to the guys that came in on that Sunday night after I got back, um, they said, "Yeah, we're here," and it's of course Chiefs are playing that day or had played that day. I'm not sure which. Oh yeah, uh, but they you go like the
1: Sunday
0: night game. No, the Sunday night game was the was while I was at Disney World. Oh, okay. so, uh, so, yeah, it was the following week. And anyway, it, but it was dead. And I told the guys, I said, "Look," I said. They said, "Oh, we're here for as long as you want us to be here." I said, "Look," I said, "I don't control it. If you guys want to stick around and stay the whole night, by all means. If you want to go home earlier or whenever you feel like, yeah. just let me know. I don't care." Hell don't let me know. I really don't care. <laughs> you're like you're gonna leave whenever you feel like leaving anyway. So I think they stayed until we closed and then they, they bowed out. But we we had nothing. Yeah,
1: when's the last movie search? You really don't need them anymore.
0: Yeah. No. Or at least rarely. Rarely. Um, I kinda wish I'd had them this past week, but we'll get there in a second. Uh, as far as the movie Joker goes, did you ever you didn't watch it? I haven't watched it. Okay. Um I did but after a such
1: kind of meh review, reviews of it that I'm I'm not rushing out to yeah. watch it. I'll watch it eventually, but
0: I'm not Yeah I
1: got I, other other stuff I want to watch at the moment. I will
0: here's what I will tell you as somebody who watched it, as somebody who's a Batman fan, a Joker fan and all that. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna watch it, watch it strictly for Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Mm-hmm. Because beyond that, I don't think it's all that good. I really don't. Um, that's, and, that's
1: generally what I've been here. Yeah. Some people like love it. Seem to love it, but.
0: Oh yeah, no, and, and those I feel people, like, like, most people are
1: just like, Meh. A lot yeah, of hype for. You know, right. I think I think the hype killed it.
0: Uh, I do too. I people do too. Have
1: too high of expectations. And
0: well, and I think I told you a few weeks ago before it came out that I wasn't excited for it at all. And after watching it, um, just this is going to be my brief movie review of that. <laughs> Basically, so, and, I, and maybe I hurt myself in watching it after watching the two movies that inspired it, which were Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. Um, it's like somebody, no, well, no, it's like somebody watched those two movies and said, oh, yeah, let's take those movies and smash them together. And, okay, well, we need to get a property on it, so we'll just slap the Joker on it and call it good. Um, there were things that they did that narratively I didn't care for that didn't make sense, one, from my perspective, but even, two, from a Batman um, lore perspective.
1: People kept saying that it was based on The Killing Joke. It's not. That was going to be my question. Yeah, it's not. Because people kept claiming. Have oh, you ever read
0: The Killing Joke? No, or? but you okay. told me about it. Okay. Um, no. The, uh, there have been elements from The Killing Joke that have been adapted over the years in various Batman media uh, or, or have have inspired it um, the closest that it's come to has still been Tim Burton's Batman, 1989 Batman. Okay. Um, spoiler alert. He doesn't fall into a vat of chemicals at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and in all honesty, I don't understand making the Joker a 40 year old man when Bruce Wayne is only like 10. Uh, cause this, this movie happens while the Waynes are, you know, Martha and Thomas are both still alive. Okay. Um, so to me, if the only way that the movie works is that it's not the Joker, it is just a man who winds up inspiring the, the Joker, Joker yeah. which still doesn't work for me just because the Joker is a Gotham original. Like that guy is not going to be inspired by anybody else. Like that, yeah. that is, that is a special kind of, I snapped yes. that you can't recreate. Yeah. Um, not only that, as much as I enjoyed Joaquin Phoenix's performance, like, it's really, really good, I don't see his version of the Joker standing toe-to-toe with Batman, even on down the road. I don't see him as a criminal mastermind, I don't see him I as think, any of
1: that. I, I think that the Dark Knight Joker is going to be the Joker that everyone is measured by for a very long time. I I mean, think I, and I think it's going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah. Before anyone
0: comes close. Well, and even then, like, no, like... People try to act like
1: Jared Leto is all. I'm like, no. his hit. hit
0: go, yeah. go away. Go away. For, for me, there is no comparison, because Heath Ledger is the Joker, yeah. whereas Joaquin Phoenix is just a guy who decides to call himself Joker. a clown Joker. that snaps
2: and calls himself Joker.
0: Exactly. And it's not not at all the same. One is very much what I expect from, from DC lore. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see if DC continues this dark anthology series where they tell twisted versions of, of whatever characters, I don't know. I just hope what, whatever they do in the future, use more to the comics personally. Yeah. So
1: I feel like Joker didn't do well enough to justify
0: them continuing it, but we'll see. I, I hope they're, not. They're
1: desperate to build, to build I, on their, their I think, property. So I,
0: I, I feel like they're heading in the right direction with Shazam, Wonder Woman and Aquaman. We'll see what happens. So at least for as far as eight universe goes. I am, this I am Joker. to see uh, Robert
1: Pattinson's Batman. I am too. people try to piss all over Robert Pattinson. He actually is a damn good actor. People
0: just We'll talk people about, have to we'll to talk talk about that in a minute. I do have something funny that I read today that we have to discuss. So uh, we'll be right back. Alright guys, we're back. So, uh, like I said, the crazy girl got saved for when I came back. So, In the past week alone, I've had to search for, in one night, no less, I had to search for a missing boy and had to deal with a drunk guy passed out.
1: You keep saying boy. Isn't he like junior high
0: age? He's 13. Trisha, he looked like a toddler. All right? Granted, I know. I'm 31. They all look young to me anyway. That's true. But even for a 13-year-old, this kid looked young. All right, but in the same night I had to deal with him, I had to deal with a drunk guy who was fell asleep and I could not get to wake up and leave. Okay? Uh, since then, I've also... Uh, we had a guy get pissed off and throw his candy across the room and then get mad at the bartender about it. Do
1: you feel like I heard about this, but I can't remember...
0: I'll tell you the full story here in a minute. Uh, and then just last night, I had to deal with two people who could not get their Lyft or Uber app to work on their phone... And we're asking me and Dylan to help them get wherever they were going next. Yeah.
1: When you say asking for your help,
0: uh, initially, so I came downstairs. They initially asked to borrow my phone, to which I responded, "Well, it's dead, so I can't." Re-, which it wasn't. I, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not giving my phone to a random stranger. Just not doing it. No. Um, apparently they propositioned Dylan and that, or like, said, if you'll, you know, order us a lift, I'll give you a hundred bucks or whatever, you know, and he was like, eh, my phone's pretty well dead, too. And I'm going, hard pass, <laughs> you know. Uh, we went up staying about a uh, half hour, almost 40 minutes later than what we normally would, because they were waiting on a ride. Oh, geez. And they're... I hate that so much. I do, too. And, like, teenagers... Here's the thing. I'm soft-hearted enough that, yeah, okay, I, it's windy out there. It's kind of cool. Yeah. You don't want – I'm not going to make you stand out I'm there. not making
1: teenagers stand outside so I can get yelled at by the parents later. Right. they're grown adults.
0: We decided to be nice, you especially – well, and there, especially since there were two of them. We said, yeah, you know, your wife's over there. I'm not going to make her stand out in the cold. It's just – it's a gentlemanly thing to do. Plus, whatever. I'm going to rack up, you know, get to close to my 40 hours as I possibly can. and That way I don't have to deal with it. <gasps> Excuse me, But, yeah, so that was the most recent annoyance. And, like, it wasn't the worst of the three. Uh, but we'll go back to right after I got back, essentially, so that following week. So I'm there with Kyle Humphrey. We're going to screen a movie. And I have a dad come in. And this is about 11.30, 11.45-ish. He's looking for his 13-year-old son.
1: I've had that happen with mom.
0: Yeah, and, and it Scott turned and out they kind of, told
1: them mom they were going to be at the theater. And then
0: they- yeah, right. So, and, and that's why I thought it had happened here. So, I did, uh, Kyle and I walked every single theater. We walked theaters with the dad. Like, we were looking all over. Mm-hmm. So, including the kid that we eventually, or the theater that we eventually found said kid in. But, like, we walked all over, could not find him. We checked upstairs, couldn't find him. Like, we did. We did our part. So, he left. We're standing there. We're waiting for our last couple shows to drop. This woman randomly shows up. And she's probably in her late 30s, early 40s. Nice gal. Uh, But she tells us, I'm an off-duty cop. I work as a dare officer over here at one of the schools. This boy's parent, or mom, is one of my friends, blah, blah, blah. She called me. She's looking for him. We're trying to find him. Okay. I haven't seen him. I said, odds are he's 13 years old. He was here with a girl. They tried sneaking into an R-rated movie after yeah. they were supposed to be at Adam's family. So I said, we'll wait him out. And then you can chew their ass. Well, next thing we know, here comes an on-duty police officer who's looking for them. I just told him the same thing. So we're waiting him out. He goes and checks over at Waffle House, trying to find everything he can. Well, we can't find the boy. At all, like so. I walk into theater number one, which we're playing Joker in. Oddly enough, I have three women walking out, and they go, "I think there's a guy over here that's asleep in a seat." And I look up. Sure enough, he's passed out. So I go up there. I he's say,
1: "Not in it of itself, that unusual of an occurrence." Right. It's, it's just.
0: Yeah. It's well, now it's it's just piling on.
1: Usually, a couple. Excuse me. Excuse me. They. Oh up, no. And they're in, extremely embarrassed. And.
0: Uh, yeah. And so up. let me get there. So I tell him, I'll deal with them. Y'all just go ahead and go. Have a good night. So I go check the the exit door like I always do, make sure it's secure. Go up to the row, and I start tapping him with my toe. Not even him physically, but I start tapping the chair because he's reclined back. I did security. You they tell you do not like put your hands on somebody so that way they don't grab you. If they grab you, you know your toast. You, you fight. Uh, I don't want to fight anybody. I don't. I will. I've you know come that close to people, but. Anyway, so I'm tapping this dude's chair, Trisha, and the only movement I eventually got out of him by the before I finally woke him up was he rolled his head from one side back and over to the other side. My mother, seriously, dude, come on! I want to go home. I say, I say, go home. I'm screening a movie.
1: Yeah, finally, you wanna be off the box. I want
0: to be. I want to be done. I want to get the doors completely secured, and I want everybody out of my damn building, so I don't have to worry about it. So you
1: don't have to be responsible for anybody else anymore.
0: This Tricia, the son of a bitch, he finally stirs enough and looks at me and he has the nerve to say, dude, just go ahead and go. I'll get myself out of here. And I go, dude, I can't. I'm waiting for you so I can go home. He looks at me, looks down at my my name tag and he goes, oh, shit, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's fine. But just just get up and go. It takes him two more minutes to get... He can't even figure out how to recline the seat down. So he straddles the the recliner, stands up, turns around. I go and recline it back for him. An empty bottle of fire... uh, An empty pint bottle of Fireball, which I know how you feel about it, falls out of his pocket into the seat. So he grabs that, grabs his trash, and then starts grabbing all the loose popcorn that had spilled into the seat. Not that there was a whole lot... But grabs it and shoves it into his pocket. Shoves it into his pocket. And I'm like, dude, I'm not worried about that. Cleaning crew's coming in. Just go. So I finally follow him down the stairs. He makes the right to go down the hallway to the uh, to the main doors. Stops at the trash can, looks at me, and goes, can I? And I go, yes, it's a trash can. It's what it's for. Throws his trash. Can. Thanks, man. I appreciate it him further out, and as he's walking out, he's heading towards the center of the of the building. So back to the lobby and back towards the front doors. He starts swerving towards eight. And I go, no, dude. You gotta curve to the right. You gotta curve to the right. Don't
1: go in the grand screen. Don't go in the grand screen. You're just to gonna piss lobby. me off even
0: more. So he swerves into the middle of the and lobby. Since
1: there's no exit to the outside from... Right. And they're only back into another part of the
0: swerves building. Swerves into the lobby, stops, looks back at me, and then points at the front doors. And I go, Yes, that's where you need to go. Remember, I told you about this little boy that's missing. Yeah. So this dude walks out there, and I follow him, and I'm going out there because I know exactly what's out there. And he's about to find out. There are three cop cars, plus the off-duty cop that came in and talked to us about the little boy, plus the boy's dad. So we walk out there. I tell Kyle, sit tight. I'll be right back. Doors are locked. I got a key to get back in. Yeah. So I walk out there, walk over to the off-duty cop who's in a huddle with the the three other cops, and I look at her and I go, "By the way," I said, "I know you're you're trying to find this kid," and I said, "I'm going to go walk the entire building again just to see if I can find him, just to see because the last place they they had his uh, phone tracking app before it died was there at the theater." I said, "I'll walk the theater again just to make sure." Well, I go, "I know you guys have a lot on your plate right now, however." This dude had an empty bottle of fireball fall out of his pocket. And so keep an eye on him. Make sure he doesn't get behind the wheel. Um, especially in light of what we've talked about with uh, with our friends Ryan and Laura in the past. Yeah. It's kind of an important thing to me.
2: Yes.
0: This woman, Trisha.
2: Everybody.
0: It should, but
2: yep.
0: this woman, Trisha, without missing a beat, she I like her because she kind of reminds me of me. She doesn't miss a beat. She goes, at the top of her lungs. Well, hell, he'd be a dumbass to get in his car with three cops standing out here. Dude just slinks back over, toward closer to the building, and starts playing on his phone, trying to get a ride. Lost my shit. No, no. I go back inside.
2: No.
0: I look at Kyle and I said, "Well, I said we're going to walk the building one more time." So we go up to the projector booth, through the laser tag. We do, we do everything. Yeah. Riker, back up, buddy.
1: See breath. <laughs> no.
0: Sorry, Riker wants to be on the show, guys. No.
1: Damn.
0: Anyway, so we walk the booth, walk walk all that, start walking the, the low side again, and then the cleaning crew, one of the guys comes up to me and goes, are you guys looking for a little boy? And I go, mm. yes. And he goes, oh, he's in number nine. He's he's sleeping on the front row. I go, are you kidding me? When we went into number nine initially, the lights were down.
1: At the At the standard... Level that opens when you come in. Yeah, they're not completely off. Either. They're down. Yeah.
0: So now they're completely up. We got the house light or the work lights on, so it's bright. Run in there, and sure as shit, here's that boy sitting on the front row. He's in like the middle seat on the love seat. He's wearing a dark Mizzou hoodie mm-hmm. and black like track pants. So okay, the only thing that I would have spotted on him is his pale face and his shock of like toe blonde hair. And I couldn't even see that in the dark. He was tucked. like He was actually tucked into the seat, Trisha. And I go, dude, how old are you? And he goes, I'm 13. And I go, yeah, your dad's looking for you. And I said, I need you to come with me because uh, like, I've got cops out here and your dad. And he goes, really? And I go, yeah, buddy, come on, let's go. So he follows me out there. And then I have to hear his dad go, well, where's the little girl that you were with and all this other stuff? Well, I saw her leave. She went home. And so so there's a girl that was missing, too. And I'm going, I've already walked the building. I'm done. Sorry, guys. Y'all have a good night. So I did my part. Uh, and I don't have another set of parents looking for a missing girl. So I think we're, we're mission accomplished. She
2: probably made
0: it home. Uh, yeah. So that was my, like, first week back. And then what was it? Last Saturday, we had the Fandango guy. That you had to deal with, so I dealt with him initially. He asked; he had a thing on his phone where he had to sign up for a coupon that I don't know how it worked. I was just waiting for him to get signed up, but I had to go to the bathroom, I so I went.
1: Ever seen anything like that come in before? So yeah, it
0: was a concession coupon essentially, and so he came to you, and I guess lost his damn mind and got angry. No,
1: he one of the frontliners because you had been talking to him, and then you left. And so he, to be fair, it had been over. about
0: 10 minutes since I talked to him before I left. So
1: he came back, I guess he must've come back over because one of the frontliners came up to me. I was up in box Yeah, and said, Hey, there's a guy wanting to talk to the
0: manager. Yeah.
1: So I went back and he says that, um, which he didn't tell me he was talking to another manager. He just said he was talking to someone Yeah. Um, about this coupon and he had to fill out all this stuff. And now it's asking him to pick a location and our location wasn't showing up. I said, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I think you might have to because I know there's certain chains that you can order your concessions online ahead of time. And sure. pick it up when you get there, I said, I don't know. I think you might have it, might have to be a location that does that. And he's like, Well, why didn't he tell me that? And I was like, I, well, Again, I, I don't know. I didn't insurance. know. And he was like, Well, your, your other like two of our other locations uh, showed up, including the one that's here in town and another one across the state line. And I was like, Again, I don't know. I said, fandango is a separate company right i cannot help you with their website if if you don't understand i don't understand how it works i don't use the website i can't help you and he basically just went off about unhelpful we are and and stormed off to the point of um i went back up to box office and he came up and he hit the door so hard he startled everyone in the lobby and there was two like teenage maybe college age guys that were just hanging out there waiting for a buddy and they were like whoa what that door did you do to that guy like that's how much of a scene yeah
0: over a five dollar coupon I mean, yeah. already listen i didn't mention this he already had like a free like large popcorn large drink yeah. thing on his rewards thing when he came to me like and he already had it which i noticed the movie he was already over. had
1: popcorn the entire time he was his movie was
0: him. over I don't know what he was planning to get out of it. Like, sure, if he wants to spend $5 of free money wherever, that's fine. But you already uh, had freebies. Uh, yeah. And it's an outside company. Uh, it clearly uh, does not say our company's name on on the uh, thing. It's from Fandango.
1: And, I mean, I saw locations on the list. Now, again, two of them were our, our own company. But, like, if you can't find the one you're at but you're finding other locations, one of which is only a 10-minute drive away, why don't you just go to one of those? Yeah. Or better yet, why don't you figure this stuff out
0: before? You come right. In? Cause that was the thing is when he came to me, so it just gave like a little like code number, like a 16 digit thing. Mm. And I said, okay, well it's not like a credit card number. So, Cause we have like the money, movie cash things that have come yeah. through that are like yeah. checks. Okay. Well, there's
1: credit card versions too. Right. right, that right, right, right.
0: right. That. And, and that's what I'm getting at, but yeah. it doesn't have any extra information to make that work. And it's, yeah. it's all letters and numbers. So I click on the get started thing and it just says, hey, fill this out. And then uh, I said, okay, so you just need to fill all this out. Let me, you know, do what you need to do. He was taking forever. I had to go poo. My 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 butthole was just going, hey, I got to go. I know that's way too much information, but I'm like I I'm walking away. Like surely this can get dealt with, or you're taking forever anyway. I'm gonna go. He took he took a while. Getting that stuff done on his own. And I'm not a babysitter. I'm not going to sit there and walk you through every little thing, especially when I don't know what the hell it is that we're doing. So that's why I went ahead and went to the bathroom. Like, I'm just going to go do my business, I'll come back. So when I come back and you're like, Did you talk to a guy? I'm like, Jesus Christ, really? Okay. And I'm so I'm sorry you had to deal with him. No, you came of,
1: back and I was like, "Why did you leave to let me get yelled at by a dude over something that had to do with your station?"
0: Sorry, <laughs> I <had to> poop. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't intend for that to happen. He just took forever. So I think
1: was going to happen when he finished filling it out? Well, I was hoping you weren't there.
0: I was hoping it'd just be like a credit card thing, or like I said, the movie cash, the stuff that we've dealt with. That somebody would be able to help. So, and it wasn't it wasn't like I was just intentionally just leaving to leave him. So, honestly, I kind of forgot about him after a, after a point. So, anyway. So, I apologize that you had to deal with that guy. But if it makes you feel any better. Our bartender on Monday night. Uh, so, apparently we had a customer that bought candy. And opened the bag of candy and some of it spilled out on the counter. I don't know what happened. Apparently, dude got pissed off, and took said bag of candy and, like, shucked it across the hallway on the high side.
1: Because some of it spilled uh, on the counter?
0: Yeah, Apparently he... I, I'm assuming anger management issues. The way that the bartender told it to me was that... like, uh, He said it felt like that this dude and his wife or somebody or significant other were in some kind of argument, and it was just boiling over from that.
1: Another just the last row.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well... So said bartender and our, our illustrious staff that night all look over because they hear,
2: yeah.
0: you know, candy going everywhere. So they all look at him. he storms off. This woman comes up to the bartender and says, oh, thanks for helping us clean that up. Well, said bartender was looking for one of our floor crew guys say to go say, hey, I need you to take care of this. Yeah. You know? Um. And so you know he kind of smirked, and God bless him. Like I, I get where he's coming from, but you cannot say this to an, a, a customer. To a customer, but well, he created a mess. Did you really think I was just going to go out there and and pick that up right after that? Can't do that. I get where he's coming from, and had I been out there, I'd have probably said, "I, I, yeah, I." Well, I probably would have said that to him, but I also probably would have smarted off to the to the customer and said. Homeboy threw a bag of candy across the room. We'll get it cleaned up, but how rude are you? Yeah. Like, seriously.
1: Like, your husband obviously has anger management issues. We're not going to scurry out there.
0: Exactly.
1: How about you teach your husband some manners? Yeah. To not throw candy across the room just because something
0: looks like it. It gets better. So he comes and gets me. I'm trying to get the Star Wars tickets on sale. I said, I'll be right out there. Give me just a minute. So I go try and finish up what I'm trying to do. Well, luckily, our, the other manager I was working with, Dylan, he's already out there. So he deals with it. But he comes in, drops the stuff up, and goes out and deals with that. And so I go out there. Of course, they're already gone. Apparently, this dude got pissed off enough that he took the full bottle of water that he had bought and started to give it back to, to us and then just took it and threw it. He already paid for it. Full bottle. Threw it away in the trash can because he was so mad. So
1: he literally threw about 10 bucks worth of stuff across the room. Exactly. Just because he was angry.
0: Yes. That's somebody that should not be out in the public eye, if you ask me. Like, no, no. like, I'm not going to put my employees in danger for that shit. Like, I'm just not. And so, and then I wanted to pick a fight with the bartender because he thought he smirked which he probably did, and uh, I can't blame him because the whole situation here Here's the That's one F-bomb. Crazy. Fucking stupid. There we go. That is. It's stupid. So, that was Monday night. So, yeah. So, while it was peaceful and quiet while I was gone, apparently all the shit show followed me back. So, I'm gonna chalk it up to Florida, but whatever. So, yeah. Anyway. So... That's it. So that's the crazy that got, we got back whenever I showed up. So for all the issues you didn't have during Joker, here they were. So, all right. Well, when we come back, uh, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, uh, Jeremy Renner apparently has some drama that we need to talk about. Uh, we're also going to get into Quentin Tarantino has refused to uh, recut Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for China, which gets us into a whole nother bunch of issues. Um, so we'll be right back. All right, we're back. So I mentioned it before the break. Uh, Jeremy Renner, uh, Hawkeye from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, as well as a bunch of other stuff over the years. One of my favorite actors. I'm not going to say his the absolute favorite, but he's really good at what he does. However, is apparently in the midst of a custody battle over his children, uh, or maybe one child. I'm not sure. Uh, I want to say
1: it's one child, but I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I can't say I'm up
0: to date. If you give me a minute, I'll get there. Um, anyway, is apparently having some issues in this custody battle. Here's, here's the headline from the Mary Sue. Uh, the rumor is Marvel is exploring options to replace Jeremy Renner and Hawkeye following allegations. Uh, TMZ has reported that according to documents, uh, court documents, Jeremy Renner's ex-wife alleged that he threatened to kill her. Sonny Pacheco, Renner's ex, stated in the documents that one night, while intoxicated on cocaine and alcohol, Renner took a gun and threatened to kill Pacheco and himself. er, himself. Documents also reportedly detail in in the cap from a nanny who overheard Renner saying that it was better that Ava had no parents than to have Sonny as a mother. Um, While the case goes on to talk about Renner's uh, rumored emotional abuse as well as a struggle with substance abuse, the information is all still coming from court documents that apparently only TMZ has seen but that supposedly isn't stopping Marvel from looking at other options for upcoming Hawkeye series. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, you and I have kind of talked. We're very much, you know, you believe the victim yes. uh, like like, yes. until they give you a reason not to. Uh, I, I think that's, that's fair. They're not going to come out and say these things just because whatever. However,
1: the timing of all of this is very suspicious. Captain. A, because of, like I said, they're in the middle of a custody battle. And B, Jeremy Renner just got a lot of money from Endgame. Infinity War and Endgame. A lot. So the fact that given those two things, she suddenly has not just like, okay, this one thing happened, but, oh, here's this whole slew of things that just seem to get worse the longer she talks. Makes me a little suspicious of it.
0: Well, and here's his response in, to her allegations with some of his own. Um, claims that uh, Pacheco uh, threatened to uh, kill her and himself. Or, no, sorry, he, she claimed that. Um, He's fired back with claims that she has drug problems while revealing that he has taken multiple drug tests that show negative results. As noted, her claims have, timed, have been timed with relation to his appearances in Marvel movies and, uh, in an attempt to sabotage his career. Now Renner is adding another claim against his ex-wife by claiming that she shared his nudes without his consent. Yeah. Uh, TMZ's latest update on the legal battle reveals reveals that Renner claims Sonny Pacheco shared pic- photos of her ex-husband's genitalia to their lawyers for no other reason than to humiliate him. Legal documents that TMZ has received have indicated that she has an obsession with Renner's sex life and sex in general. One photo obtained by TMZ showcases Ava in front of a nude statue statue that Sonny Pacheco created. He fears that his ex-wife may be exposing their dog to other s- disturbing and child-inappropriate material. Um... Wow. Uh I I didn't do a whole lot of digging into this to me. Yeah. For me initially it was just another celebrity divorce slash yeah. custody battle. They get ugly. Yeah. They get ugly in, in normal people's lives. Um you know. But the fact that this could be costing somebody their job yeah. within the very lucrative MCU like I said, I, I again, I tried to listen to the victim, try to, try to, yeah. you, you want to believe the victim because, yeah. again, they don't want to come out and say that. Same time, those are pretty hefty allegations on, from him against her.
1: I, I've heard also that he has come out and said, okay, prove it. Yeah. Like if and making, he has. You're making all these claims of all these things that, you know, fine, prove it. Yeah. Because it, it and in doing so, which I mean, everyone always says that, okay, there's not a, a way to approve some of that stuff, but sure, he has come with, as you say, the receipts. Like, yeah. okay, you said this happened at this point. Well, I wasn't at home. I was in this place well-documented promoting the MCU.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, I would say there's probably not a whole lot of time in Jeremy Renner's life that his life isn't documented. Right. So if he... If he is being that confident in the fact that he can disprove her claims, I would kind of lean towards
0: believing him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to is who brings the evidence. I think the someone evidence. said they
1: divorced in like 2014. Mm-hmm. So why is she just now claiming all this stuff? Why yeah. did this not come out in the divorce other than he just made a whole lot of money. Right. And she thinks that she's going to lose out on everything
0: sure. that she wants. Yeah. What's and – and I'm not going to sit here and just completely rule out the fact that maybe you know I would be the first one yeah. to
1: eat crow if it turns out that Jeremy Renner's an awful person. And he did all this stuff. Sure, but given what I have learned, which admittedly is not a lot in this situation, but everything yeah. that I have looked at and read leads me to lean more towards believing
0: Renner. Yeah, physics. yeah. I'm I'm with you, uh,
1: but also. The people freaking out about him being recast I think is a little uh, premature because yeah. my understanding was that the Hawkeye series was always meant as a way to pass on the title of Hawkeye to Kate Bishop.
0: Then that's my understanding so, too. So maybe he was getting recast anyway.
1: So well, recast, it, it could replaced. be that his time in the MCU was looking to wind down anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I, I, again, I'm inclined to believe the victim until they give me a reason not to. Um, but at the same time, it's all due process here too. I, I, but if
1: the accused seems to have more, more of a ground, to, more ground to stand on than the victim, right.
0: than at to. which point I have to go ahead and point to the Tyree kill situation with his wife and his child. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure she doesn't seem like a winner herself to me. The truth in this case, and in both cases, is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah he may not be the great that was one guy.
1: That one comment I saw on the article I read that I really liked. Because yeah. people kept saying, well, there's two sides to every story. And they're yeah. like, no, there's three sides. Right. There's his side, there's her side, and then there's the truth. Right.
0: Yeah, the, and the truth is somewhere in the middle, I'm sure.
1: Like, the, the, with for that, I would point go no further than to point out Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Yes, a lot of what Amber Heard claimed turned out to be false. Yes. But at the same time...
0: He's got anger issues. Yeah.
1: He wasn't exactly an angel. Yeah. To me, that seems like just a completely toxic relationship. Yeah. That ended badly. Exactly. And both of them are at fault.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that just to see how it plays out. Um, and just, like I said, we're we're not taking one side or the other. We're, we're just saying how we think we see it and and again and and who knows as more facts come out out exactly and if it comes out that he really did you know pull a gun on her and he has a drug problem and all that in which case i'll say you know what he needs to get his shit together um if you ask me right now i'll tell you take that kid away from both of them until they get their shit sorted out same thing i said about tyree kill i would agree with that um because at the end of the day the only family member that Exactly.
1: Somebody that's stable.
0: So, yeah. So there's that. So, uh, We'll go from one serious issue to another semi-serious issue. It's a serious issue. Um, Hong Kong has -hmm. been filled with protests. People wanting their freedom and democracy for the city-state of Hong Kong uh, away from the Chinese. However, uh, of course, Chinese... Well, the Chinese entertainment industry brings in a lot of revenue for the American and Hong Kong
1: wanting to maintain the autonomy that they have had. Correct. Thus far, China is trying to come in and uh, exert more authority than they've historically had. And right. The residents of Hong Kong ain't having it.
0: Right. So, which now expands to things over here. So, the NBA is a huge, like, has a huge fandom over in China. China's also responsible for a good chunk of box office receipts for the MCU for a lot of our our movies that come out over there that are popular. The only one that hasn't like succeeded over a there lot of media. Correct. And, and not just media, but American media. <laughs> uh, the only one that they're not getting on board with is Star Wars for whatever reason. I'm not sure why, but they're just not on board with it. So but the MCU they're all about. Uh, however, Quentin Tarantino, one of my favorites. You didn't see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but you don't really have to for this story. Uh, it's getting a re-release this week uh, over here. Uh, I don't think we're getting it, which is unfortunate because I want to see the extra 10 minutes of footage. I actually just want to see the movie again because I really liked it. But uh, it's getting was getting ready to be released over in China last week. However, uh, according to the Washington Post... Chinese officials abruptly canceled the release of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in the country last week. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the shocking move came after Shannon Lee, Bruce Lee's daughter, complained to Chinese officials about the film's representation of her father as a boastful fool, uh, thought to a standstill by a mere stuntman. Tarantino, one of the rare directors with the power to demand final cut on his relatively expensive films, reportedly has no intention of re-editing the picture, not for Shannon Lee, not for Chinese censors squeamish about the film's graphic violence, not for any reason. And in so doing, Tarantino proves yet again that he is one of the most important, most interesting, most provocative, these are Washington Post words, not mine, just want to point that out, as much as I'm a fan, I'm not going to go that far, most provocative, most honest filmmakers working today. Um, Combine this with the fact that China just censored South Park over there for coming out against them, Uh, and the NBA, NBA stars who are over here that will have no problem going ahead and speaking their mind about things like black lives matter about the Trump administration or whatever, but then automatically just silence themselves in regards to Hong Kong. Uh, I got s-
1: details, but I know what's going on in the video game industry too. It like is. People are trying to speak out or being
0: silent Yes. Or losing jobs. Yeah. Blizzard, Blizzard is probably the most notorious one, the guys behind uh, world of Warcraft. Um, Honestly, if you ask me how I feel about the whole thing, it's real simple. As an American, I stand behind freedom. Period. Uh, You know, now that doesn't mean freedom from consequences, but you do have the right to say whatever you feel like you need to say or want to say. If you get fired because of that, shit happens. So, and you should be prepared for that too. We do this podcast, and I think we do it in a way that, that we're not jeopardizing our jobs. Unfortunately, if our company were to come down and say, you either cut the show or you're gone, we're going to stop the show. Like uh, That's just all there is to it. Or we'll change it to a different format. We'll, we'll do something. But, and, and it's a matter of keeping yeah. our jobs. It's not a matter of integrity at that point.
1: <laughs> we still got to
0: live. We, yeah. <laughs> like Unfortunately, this got- podcast don't pay our bills. <laughs> I got
1: student loans to pay. Right? I got a
0: house. I got a car. I got, you know... I got, I got to get my bills taken Mm -hmm. care of. So I got four dogs to feed. So, you know, but that being said, when you have the money and you have the ability to take a stand and say, stand up and stand up on the side of freedom and, and an open democracy and and be, I'm not going to say anti-censorship. I think there are some things that probably ought to be censored, but for the most part, You should be able to say what you want. You should be able to play a film as it is, whatever. I don't think it's a hard stance to take. Uh, LeBron James has gotten a lot of grief this week because he refused to take a stance, but criticized somebody else for theirs. Uh, Daryl Morey is the, uh, the GM for the Houston Rockets Mm -hmm. basically came out and said, yeah, no, we're, we're definitely standing with the Hong Kong people here, or at least I am. Um, he has not been fired yet. However, uh, the NBA in China uh, is struggling now because of it. Because basically, the Chinese government came in, started like doing away with anything Houston Rockets related, and they're trying to get rid of him. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is banned over there because the president of China has been compared to him. And I'm sitting here going, what is wrong with that? Everybody loves Winnie the damn Pooh. Why... Like, Seriously, South Park, South Park has gone off about this for the past two weeks and probably for the third week in a row tonight as we're recording. And I'm going, why? Like, why are are we so upset? Because they they mocked your president? They compared him to Winnie the Pooh. They compared him, and it wasn't just him. It was a picture of him and President Obama compared to similar photos, like similar poses, of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Who has a problem with Winnie the Pooh and Tigger? Like, seriously. Wow. Yeah. So, I have to applaud Tarantino. Uh, and I, again, I, I like him as, as a filmmaker anyway. But, the fact that he's sitting there and going, and he, again, he already had to deal with, with Bruce Lee's daughter, um, and say, I'm not changing the movie this is it. This is my my artistic and creative vision. If you don't like it, don't watch it.
2: Yeah.
0: Period. So they're not getting a Chinese release out of it. Not that I think it would have fared well over there anyway, because it's a in watching it, it's a very distinctly American movie. It is about 1969 Los Angeles culture. So you okay. know in, 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 yeah. in its most broad terms. Are there things that I think people in the Midwest you know, all over the United States or middle-aged people can, agree. you know, can kind of deal with or kind of uh, uh, relate to. to. Absolutely. Like, like I think it's his most personal film of everything that he's done. (laughs) Do I think the Chinese are going to get it? Absolutely not. Um, And so for him to take a stand and say, no, I'm not changing the movie. I'm not going to change my interpretation of Bruce Lee. Because in all honesty, in watching it, his interpretation of Bruce Lee, came off as kind of arrogant mm-hmm. and a little bit boastful and very much I can do this and you know, you'll drop right there. And if mm-hmm. I hit you in just the right way, I'll kill you. And also like very much don't mess with me. Like yeah. very just uh, arrogant. Arrogance, is the best word I have for it, everything I've ever seen Bruce Lee. And I have felt that way about him. And I like Bruce Lee.
2: Yeah.
0: I've always felt that way for, you know, for him to sit there and say, I'm not changing it because that's, that's the way I viewed him. And yeah. that's, that's the interpretation here. I applaud him for it. So um, don't applaud the the NBA players that it won't take a stand. However, there is a, a movie connected thing for LeBron anyway, because he's got Space Jam 2 coming out next year that we don't need. No, but it is backed by a Chinese billionaire. Oh, Lord. Partially. So it makes sense for him not to say anything, but at the same time, I'm like, say something. You're LeBron friggin' James. You're the most, popular or infamous player in the nba and one of the most infamous in the world right now in any sport take a stand anyway so yeah uh so that's pretty much it as far as china and hong kong goes in the entertainment industry uh let's move on to something that's much more happy and exciting Uh, so monday night as i'm sitting at work Waiting for the Patriots to get finished dismantling the New York Jets for a half, so that way I can watch the Star Wars trailer, the Rise of Skywalker, the final trailer. This is it. No more, no more new footage. None of that is coming until the TV spots start hitting in the next month or so. I watched it. I damn near cried. You watched it. What did you think?
1: I enjoy Star Wars, but I'm not the Star Wars nerd that you are. Sure. So I'm excited for the movie. Okay. Didn't stir any strong feelings in me, either
0: way. Uh, those emojis that you sent me, along with C three PO's line, said okay, otherwise. That
1: line got me, but right,
0: uh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks great. Even if I wasn't like a big Star Wars fan, I'd still sit there and go, "That movie looks cool. I think yeah. I need to see that." Um, but it's a multi generational thing. It's a multicultural thing. You know, this franchise has been around since '77. Yeah, and we're finally seeing the end of, or at least the end of this saga. We're still going to have the Mandalorian on Disney Plus and all that, and whatever Obi Wan, -Wan, which I think you're more excited about, you and your you and McGregor. But
1: give me all the you and McGregor, right? No, I all the Scottish actors.
0: No, I'm I'm hyped. I think, uh, yeah, I can tell you that when we when we screen it in December, there's a good chance I'm going to ball. And I don't give a shit what you think of me. So, I'm gonna do it. Don't care. So, especially after 3PO's line of, I just want to take one last look at my friends. It was like, ugh! And, to be honest, after the last two movies, if he had been saying it to Han and Luke and Leia, I probably would have cried on the spot. (laughs) Like, that would have been the end of it. And if it turns out that he's going through like his memories of every the entire saga as as he says that, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to ball because he you know the character's been around in story, in story since you know Anakin Skywalker was a little boy, you yeah. know, built by the kid. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, the Return of Emperor Palpatine, like there's there's so much going <laughs> on. Um, and that leads me to make this announcement. So I mentioned earlier in the show that we're talking about doing eight weeks of Star Wars uh, episode, just specifically like little short episodes about each movie. Uh, at least that's the plan. We'll rewatch them. Um, and I, I'm bringing, hoping to bring in a few people each episode, or at least one person per episode. Uh, Abby, who's one of our employees and my fellow little Star Wars geek, uh, she and I were texting the other night. And oh, we're I'm like, sure. oh no, we were we were both definitely like I'm
1: a casual fan. She is hard for
0: Oh, me. she puts me to shame. And I you know how big of a fan I I mean, hell, it's on my arm. So uh, she is <coughs> she is hyped. So I'm hoping to get her in at least for the last couple episodes of that that we do whenever she gets back from school. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be fun to kind of go through the entire saga. The only question that I had that was do we do it in release order or do we do it in chronological order like story-wise
1: the eternal question
0: it is and we'll never have the eternal answer i still want to watch them in the uh i can't remember how they how they phrased it but basically the cut where you do the first the, two parts four or five four or five, two, three. continue yes they wanted us to skip one but i'm like eh, you need to watch one just because yeah so it's not great but
1: I haven't watched in that order but it makes sense because just as you get to the
0: the big reveal the big
1: reveal of I'm your father yeah and you're like what you're like well funny you watch that yeah but here back story right go watch the original trilogy or Yeah. The, the, the prequel trilogy yeah
0: and I kind of want to do it that way but I think
1: and then go back to 6 and learn yes. the story
0: yes and that's and all honesty. because I'll...
1: if you start from the prequel trilogy it mm-hmm
0: ruins it ruins that moment in in empire
1: this is speaking figuratively to someone who has lived under a rock and has managed to avoid correct the reveal but if you start it from episode one and continue it ruins that reveal yeah of who luke and leo's father is yeah
2: when we then you already know by
1: the end of episode three when He's they, Darth Vader. When Padme's spouting out the names yeah. and then you see Anakin become Vader, you already know. So by the time you get to that, be like, what do you mean they didn't know? Yeah.
0: So I think here's how we're going to do, it. I think we're going to go ahead and do it in story order. So one, you know, prequels and then the original trilogy and now sequel trilogy um, for us. However, if you are interested and, and I think the only reason we're going to do that is just because we're familiar with the movies most everybody's familiar with the movies. Yeah. Now, if I can find somebody who has never seen them before, which is Slim Pickens.
1: Because even people who haven't seen it
0: No. No. Right. It's one of those those spoilers that's no longer a spoiler because it's part of, you know, the Zeitgeist now. Yeah. So you'd
1: have to find like a little kid.
0: Yeah. So uh, but yeah, that's what you can kinda look forward to in the next few weeks. Like I said, we'll just do We'll get together. We'll get drunk. We'll watch the movies. And we'll just do little episodes for each one. So, um, but that's what you have coming up. So, all right. when we come back, we're gonna start talking. Trisha's going into the screening room this week. For her first time, I've already done this, like, twice. We've had a couple people come in and do it. Inadvertently. Inadvertently. You've just stumbled in. Like a, like a drunk. (laughs) So, uh, but, uh, Zombieland. You've never seen Zombieland. That's true. So, Uh, Before
1: people get mad at me, I was in college when it came out. I was a seasonal theater employee, and I was up at school, and I didn't go see everything. I only went and saw anything that was hugely important to me. And at that point in time, that movie did not make that list. Fair enough. All right. And then it just became one of those I just never got around
0: to. Yeah.
1: Until was coming out, and I'm like, okay, I need to. Yeah. I
0: need to get out of this. I, I I will say this: I didn't want to push it on yet because I. We'll get into it here in a minute, so just stick around. We are going to talk Zombie Land Two because that was the big release last week. Mm-hmm. Uh Well, Maleficent yeah. was the big release last week, but didn't
2: do as well as I expected.
0: Yeah, though. well, you know, Zombie Land did about what I expected it to. Sequel ten years later. However, you had not seen the original Zombieland. Land.
1: True. Sure. So I was. Let's talk school, about it. I was in college when it came out. I had to look it up because I couldn't remember. It came out in October of two thousand nine. Ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I was in school. See. Uh, that would have been all of '09. That would have been my first senior year.
0: I like that you refer to it as your first senior year.
1: No, that was my second senior Hey, <laughs> hey. No I judgment. I not get a degree in four years these days. Right? I, hey, not,
0: I'm not judging. It just made me chuckle at how you phrased Especially it. Especially
1: when you have to pass the piano proficiency and you're not that great piano.
0: Again, not judging. Just and, thought it was funny how you worded it. Sightseeing. Yeah. Bane of my existence.
1: Um, sightseeing proficiency. But no that, yeah, no, that would have been... I graduated in 11. Mm-hmm. So it would have been my second last year. Um... So either way, I was pretty far along in schooling. I was getting down to the serious stuff. I did not have time to just be going to the theater to see anything and everything that came out. Now it's my job to see anything and everything that comes out. It's true. I don't have homework to do. So, but at the time, so I went to school in a very small town. Had a five screen movie theater. So I, to be honest, I don't even know if the hangar got Zombieland back in the day.
0: There's a good chance it didn't, but I feel like so for as big have, as it was.
1: I would have had to, although if that's the case, if our little local five screen didn't get it, I would have had to drive to St. Joe. Made a 45-minute drive.
0: Which, let's be the honest. the closest
1: multiplex. And I was not that interested. It was one of those, I was like, meh, whatever. Fair. I'll, I'll, we'll see it at some point.
0: Also, it's St. Joe. It's a shithole town. I can say that I've that's been fair.
1: there. <laughs> um. So... So yeah, it was just one of those that I was like, oh, "I'll watch eventually," and just never really got around to. Sure. Because it's not one that people talk about no. a lot. Like it's more of like a, a cult favorite kind of movie, in my experience. Sure. Uh, what I talked to. Yeah. I, one of those I've heard people talk about. Mm-hmm. I knew that Twinkies had to do with it because I remember when Hostess went under, I was getting so pissed at people whining about Twinkies because of Zombieland because my brother worked.
0: For Hostess. For Hostess. And correct. And he was losing
1: his job, and all these people could want talk about was, where am I going to get my Twinkies now? Yeah. And I just wanted to punch everyone in the face. Sure. So, yeah, it was one of those I just always meant to get to and just...
0: Never did. Never
1: did. Okay. Everyone's got that list. Sure. So finally, I don't remember what night it was. Um, one night last week. Yeah. Um, I was like, I, I knew Zombieland 2 was coming out, and I'd heard so many people excited about it. And watching the trailer, I was excited about it. Sure. But I knew I needed to watch the first one. So I had to go hunt down. I finally figured out that our the, our cable company that, that we have at the house had it on demand for free.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. so I was like, I have to rent it. I'll rent it. I want all these streaming services. I you could have called it. me up.
0: I'd have loaned it to you.
1: It was a spur of the moment thing. Sure. So I was like, okay, it's it's available on demand. Oddly enough, through uh, crap, what's it called now? It used to be ABC Family.
0: Freeform. Freeform. Yeah. It was, it was you mean the working. Family Channel so, for those of us that are old know, enough to remember yeah. that.
1: <laughs> so, pretty sure I saw somewhat edited for TV version. Yes, but meh.
0: close enough. Yeah, I had
1: no problems understanding. Yeah, you could, figure, you could figure you could
0: figure out where the f bombs were supposed to go.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Gotcha.
1: So I finally watched
0: it. Okay, so and the second one. Yes, so I was manager at that time. Uh, while you are off at school. Because I always kept you up to date on things that were going on. However. Uh, Until you got transferred. Uh, yes. And then I was left in the dark. Yes. And I apologize. But we can bother other people for that. I came across
1: that Facebook post the other day. In my in my like memories. Yes. But I was like, someone needs to fill me in now. Kyle's leaving. And no one did.
0: Fuckers. Oh, that's two F-bombs. Anyway. I've been drinking. I <laughs> think I'm just going to eventually go to an R-rated podcast and say the hell with it. But I digress. <laughs> uh, apologize to your grandma. I'm sorry, Grim Anyway. So, uh, yeah, October 2009, I'm a manager there at our current theater, uh, which has already been in disarray just because of regime changes and all that. Mm-hmm. However, I, we were looking forward to it because the combination of Emma Stone, Jesse Eisenberg, Abigail Breslin, and Woody freaking Harrelson – uh, in one movie, we could not pass up. We we're like, yeah. it's a zombie movie. It looks funny. Worst case scenario, we get a chuckle out of it and we forget about it. It wasn't
1: into zombies until *Walking Dead*, and even yeah. then, yeah, I mostly started
0: *Walking
1: Dead* because I love Romero.
0: Right. The zombie genre is not one of my favorites. I will watch anything zombie-related or almost anything because it's funny. Like it's 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 well-worn territory. But *Zombieland* looked like it could fill a void that hadn't been filled since *Shaun of the Dead* which was yes. a zombie comedy that was genuinely funny and then had maybe had a few little scares in there here and there. Yeah. But little did we know that when we watched it that we were going to be watching a cultural phenomenon. Uh, you thought it was more of a cult movie at this point. Uh, the hundred and some odd million dollars it made at the box office on a $24 million budget disagrees. But...
1: Well, yes, but yes. Up until recently, right, like, right, right, years later, it did not become a franchise. Well, you gotta remember it wasn't really that right. prevalent in you know the cultural lexicon. Sure. I'd heard people refer to it Yes.
0: But remember what all's happened in the last ten years movie wise. Yeah. Basically the MCU.
1: Yeah.
0: Like everybody's focused on that. However, for those of us back then
1: That was right in the middle of the Harry Potter franchise. Oh right? absolutely. So you can't tell me that like franchises weren't a thing. Oh I'm not saying that I'm right? not
0: saying that they weren't a thing. I'm just saying that those those franchises yeah. were overshadowing zombieland for everybody else. Or for a great majority. But you, you most can't people just
1: throw out numbers and, and No, I'm just saying Avatar fuck avatar avatar made a boatload of movie and yeah. movie money and money. made no impact
0: on and that's fair pop
1: culture all that's that. fair
0: most people here's the thing you talk to, to a random person on the street they are more likely to remember zombie land than they are avatar so it would not surprise you it wouldn't surprise me either but i'm fairly certain of it so anyway so but we Anyway, left i was
1: it. i was perfectly content going through life
0: not seeing it and that's not
1: fine. seeing it content's not the word
0: capable like yeah
1: i, I it's not like
0: it didn't change your life Or wouldn't have changed your life.
1: It's not like everyone, it was something everyone was always talking about to this day. Like, Harry Potter is so prevalent still in pop culture. Right. When I come across people, they're like, I've never watched a single movie. I've never read a single book. I don't know anything about it. I'm like, who are you and where have you been for the last 20 years?
0: Oh, no, there's some people that pride themselves on that. Yeah. We'll get to them later. But,
1: like, Game of Thrones, it's hard to be a person, and you can probably agree to that, going through life without knowing, really, you, you at least tried it, so you know something. Right. But, like, there's just certain things that have such an impact on pop culture that to not watch it, you're almost lost. Right. No. Just living life talking to people.
0: I don't care for Lord of the Rings, and I still get those references. And, you know?
1: But Zombieland was one that didn't have that impact.
0: That yeah. I was still
1: navigating life as a nerd. Right. Not having watched Zombieland and sure. not feeling affected by it. So I was like, eh, it's one of those.
0: Meanwhile, ones. the rest of us are yelling so at, it at each other. So that's why I call it a cult favorite. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I get that. Um, Like I said, meanwhile, everybody else, at least at that time, is still yelling out nut up or shut up and bitching about our Twinkies. Um, I know. I know it drives you nuts, especially in hindsight. But things have smoothed out, and we have Twinkies back. So it is what it is. Yeah, my
1: brother
0: had to get another drug back. Well, I understand. So that has nothing to do with me. I'm so
1: glad you all have your Twinkies.
0: I really don't care about the Twinkies. (laughs) So, but it was... For for those of us that weren't personally affected by it, you, we couldn't couldn't help but just think of that movie. And I wasn't the only one; there were a bunch of people. So, I like I feel for your brother in that whole situation, I really do. So, but there was a small bit of humor there for for those of us that had seen that movie. Um, yeah. So we watched it as a group, and we had no idea what we got ourselves into. And then the opening credits started. Well, the opening scene started in the opening credit sequence where you have For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica playing. And we were just sitting there going, we're in. What the <laughs> hell did we just sign up for? Um, so, yeah, again, with that cast, it's hard to say, I don't want to see that. Like, Emma Stone's on the rise. Jesse Eisenberg has kind of made a name for himself as, as another geeky actor. Woody frickin' Harrelson's an icon. And then Abigail Breslin, Little Miss Sunshine herself, is is out here slaying zombies. Little did we know that the movie is actually going to be funny, uh, action-packed, and and just charming as hell. And, like, actually made you feel for those characters. Like, you'll still sit there and, like, for, for those of us that watched it back then, we'll still sit there and refer to those characters by their character names, which are just cities.
1: Really? We- Watching The Mummy last night. Yes. Uh, there was a, a local theater that is not our theater that did a screening of The Mummy that had, was doing a one of their movie parties for The Mummy. Yeah. Which my best friend is obsessed with this movie. And it, as such, we have both been obsessed with that movie since it came out 20 years ago. Sure. So we went to it and we were talking about why it was so successful. And honestly, a lot of the reasons we used kind of applies to Zombieland. Like yes it's an action movie but it doesn't take itself so seriously it's fun it's funny the characters mm-hmm. are good like it's just you you enjoy yourself for the time you watch it right it's not like because so many action movies take themselves so
0: seriously right. that you're
1: just like oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> um,
1: but th- it's just fun
0: yeah yeah, it is. And, like, that, that was the thing we weren't prepared for. We weren't for... We were not prepared for how much we were going to fall in love with those characters. Yeah. Even though you don't have real names for them, because you have... They're all named after cities. They're yeah. cities that they're from. Um, you know, but you get attached to them because they have such vibrant personalities. Uh, and very individual. Like, like you meet those people. Um,
1: you get character development for the characters you need character development
0: Exactly. For. So and like everybody does, like Woody Harrelson probably goes through the biggest change, I think, of everybody in the movie and even in the sequel for somebody who is just he's there to be Billy Badass and just yeah. slays up, which he's great at. But then like in the first movie, you find out that he's not talking about a puppy dog that he had. He's talking about his son, you know, um, it changes everything for you. The, the relationship between Little Rock and Wichita you know as as little sister big sister you know going back and forth and then columbus who is just trying to survive and and find a home
2: yeah.
0: like i feel like i feel like everybody can relate to those characters in yeah. some way shape or form um you know, because we're all trying to be tougher than we really are we're all just trying to make our way through the world and a lot of us are just trying to find home or what yeah. we think is home um and i feel like that's what really stuck with with everybody after they watched it um the fact that it caught on so well that they did a sequel and it took them ten years to get there. If you ask me after watching the sequel the other day, because it's uh the guys that did the first Zombieland, or at least the writers, did the two Deadpool movies in between. Director of both Zombieland's movies did did Venom in the middle of that, all that, Gangster Squad and a couple others. But I don't think Zombieland 2 can happen without those writers doing a Deadpool movie or two Deadpool movies okay. um, just because there is so much to learn from that character. The Zombieland movies, both of them, break the fourth wall in really fun and creative ways with the rules, with the narration from Columbus all that,
1: and again, the comparison—the mummy, the mummy does that. It does sometimes too, yeah, subtly, but yeah.
0: yeah. So this, this is not so much. It's kind of like a brick for a plate. Like grass. the window, mummy, so. I was
1: talking about the moment where they open the book, and mm-hmm. the second Evie opens the book, and just like the wind comes and blows, and like flickers the flame, and then stops, <laughs> and Rick just goes, "That happens a lot around here." I was like, "That, that sums up right. the humor." Of the movie. Yeah. Right there. Yes. Like, that's that's everything. Yeah. And uh, Zombieland kind of, in its own distinct brand of humor, kind of follows along that line. So, it does. Again, not taking itself all too seriously. Yeah. We can poke fun at ourselves a little bit.
0: Right. And and really, just kind of making a mockery of, of some of the zombie tropes. Yeah. Um, and They don't do the slow-walking zombies of yesteryear, or even the Walking Dead. They yeah. do the more the the infected undead from from... Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, yeah. uh, where they move fast, they run fast. And I even like in Zombieland 2 that they have new, like they have Evolve. different kinds of zombies oh, and yeah. they're evolving. Um, you didn't have that in the first one. So I feel like they did a good job of world-building into the second one as well
2: yeah.
0: uh, to kind of show you that things have changed in that 10-year span, which they would have.
2: Yeah.
0: So, uh, So all that being said... I, I get the, I get the sense that you obviously you enjoyed both movies, yes. but like just general thoughts overall of the two. I loved them both. Loved. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so to be completely honest with you, I never pushed a zombie land on you because I, there wasn't again, like I've gotten your sense of humor to a, to an extent. Cause like you and I joke about a lot of the same things. But when it comes to, like, comedy movies, I'm a little nervous to shove things at you and say, you need to watch this. You'll die laughing. Zombieland's one of those. Yeah. You know, now if I sit there and say, I think it's funny, I think you'll actually enjoy it. Like, I actually do mean that. But there are certain things where I'm like, it's <laughs> goofy enough, I'm not sure if you're going to you enjoy be, it or you should watch it. I can't it.
1: explain why, what humor. Yeah. I can't fully explain why. Yeah. I find certain things
0: funny. Sure. And I don't think you have to.
1: I lean more towards the British kind of dry humor. Sure. Rather than the obvious slapstick. Yeah. Puns.
0: I like a good pun. But that's okay. But like, like when it comes to comedy, it's, it's one of those, I, I have to sit there and I have to go, okay, what do I know works with her? What do I know doesn't work with her? Like, if it's just yeah. all slapstick, I'll be like, like, yeah. Good Boys. I thought Good Boys was hilarious. You might find it funny, but I, I'm not going to sit there and recommend it to you. Like Imagine from the previews, like, You like probably wouldn't enjoy it. So, you know. But then something like Tag, where I watch it, and it's not just funny, but it's also got a lot of heart to it.
2: Yeah,
0: I go, I think you need to <laughs> check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. And, and you wound up enjoying I it. Tag. So, I, I feel like I'm figuring it out. But that was one of those <laughs> things with Zombieland. I'm like, you like Shaun of the Dead. This is a totally different kind of humor, but I think you'll appreciate it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like a good chunk of that has been the sarcasm between Woody Harrelson and and everybody else, um, because in watching it, like that's the one thing I can relate to is that we're all a bunch of smartasses and we'll give each other shit on a daily basis. Yeah. And just go back and forth, and I think that's. I don't what know works if like. I
1: would have appreciated it quite as much ten years ago.
0: You might not have, have. Never and, never and that might be why I never never pushed it on you. So, but by God, we can do better off dead all damn day, which is so absurd. But we'll do it all day. Like we'll just sit, we'll sit there and quote that, laugh at it, whatever. Yep. We've seen it a million times at this point. So, That's true. Um, well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you like the first one. The second one, we both enjoyed the shit out of because we watched it together yes. first time. Uh, I I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It's not as good as the original. I don't think, but. In terms of quality, it's solid. solid. Like, it is right there with it. And it is genuinely funny uh, the whole way through. Like, if you like the first one, you're going to like the second one. And I can't always say that about comedy sequels. Yeah. Which, comedy's hard anyway. It's true. Comedy sequels are even worse. Uh, You can either go the Ghostbusters route where you basically reset everything back to zero and start all over again. Which works to an extent. Or or you try and go completely off the rails or in some ways rehash exactly what happened, like Hangover 2 over Hangover 1, and get nothing out of it. And, like, it might still be funny, but it's not nearly as funny. Um, there's been a lot of sequels I've seen over the years where it's just been, yeah, I laughed. It wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, but this was, the one, or this was one of the ones where I'm like, I want to see it again. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was that good.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: I loved the, that they dropped a 4D reference.
0: Yes. Oh, I was dying. And then I looked at you afterwards and said, we need to watch this in 4D.
1: Yeah.
0: We do. And I'm like, I'm, I'm down to go see it again. Like, I was excited. To see I had it a couple
1: guys that came and bought, before I watched it, bought tickets to it in 4D, but they were running late. And I was looking at the time and I was like, we might be starting. So I was like, hey, just a heads up, guys, when you go in there. I was like, if the movie started... Because, I mean, there is, before the movie, when you go into an MX-40 theater, it has a little thing that plays that's like, hey, this is what happens, please be careful when getting up out of your, you know, if you need to get up in the middle of the movie, be careful, the seats move, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, and I knew that they were probably going to miss that, and chances are the movie was going to have started by the time they got into the theater. Sure. So I was like, hey guys, just a heads up, I was like, if you go in and the movie has started, please, please, please be careful getting into your seats because they may be moving. Yeah. I was like, S- I can't tell you for sure. I was like, some movies start and there's no movement for probably, you know, 15 minutes sure. until something happens. And they're like, but it's Zombieland. If it's anything, the first one, it's going to go right in. And I was like, yeah. I was like, so please, your seats may be moving. Please be careful. Yeah. The last thing I need is for these guys to like try to get in their seats and it jerks and they go flying. Yes. And-
0: <laughs> I know you and I are talking about watching the current war tonight, but can I talk you into watching MX4D version of that instead? <laughs> current war first. Fine. I got all night. We're off the next two days. Let's do this. All right, guys. We're going to take another break. So uh, that's our thoughts, or Trisha's thoughts on Zombie Lane 1 and both of our thoughts right. on Zombie Lane 2. Uh, go see it in theaters. Go see it in whatever format you feel like. I feel like in 4D it's actually going to be a blast. So, um, but yeah, check it out because they do a lot of things with those characters in the sequel um, with their mirrored counterparts that you see in the previews that are really damn funny. Uh, And it just, it does not take itself seriously at all. You're right. I mean, they, they do, they laugh at everybody. And I feel like that makes it work even more. So uh, yeah, go check it out. Uh, Of course you can go see Maleficent this week as well. I didn't see the first one. I don't care. Um, I'm sure somebody out there, Crystal thought it was good. So go see the sequel. I but we're we're focused on Zombieland <laughs> next week. Well, this week we really don't have a whole lot of new releases that anybody's wanting to talk about. We're talking about the current war, but we haven't seen it yet, so we can't really say anything. We got countdown. I don't know. Go see Zombieland instead. Like I, I usually say, go see original movies, but go see Zombieland. You'll have a blast. So when we come back, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna close out the show with uh, our top five baseball movies because the world series started this week. So uh, stick around. All right, guys, final segment. So we're going to close out the show. World series started last night. Nationals beat the Astros five to four. Go Nats! I don't really care one way or the other. I just really don't like the city of Houston. Sorry, Houstonites. Nothing personal. I just your town treated me like shit when I live there. So anyway, uh, so yeah, you're a huge baseball fan. Follow the Royals, which I'm casual, very casual. Even though I'm standing here in my my Royals World Series shirt, like I I enjoy baseball. Um, it's just when it comes to sports, I grew up with college basketball. And football so like my my priorities lie elsewhere
1: my dad played a lot of sports but baseball was always his sport
0: well and that's typical of his generation so and there's nothing wrong with that so um all right so we started we were trying to figure out how we we're going to celebrate trisha again i told you we'd do a top at least a top five we talked about a top ten after discussing it i didn't
1: we, think i could do a top five but
0: i you, when you when I you started thinking about top it top yeah. Top. Well, it's like with football movies. I after I sat there and looked at, because I thought I could only, I would only be able to do a top ten. I went, there's really only five I'm attached to. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and make it six. Where we'll do an honorable mention. Mine are mostly colored by my childhood. But oh, mine I'm too. Mine too. With, um, with a, a
1: single exception, that's just too good.
0: Yeah. Uh, I can I can tell you, yeah. One one on my list is, and I saw it recently here in the past couple of years. That was excellent to the point where I'm like, yeah, that's damn good enough. I'd watch it again. And Marvel. thank you. It's not Moneyball. I oh. yeah, I don't. I'm sorry, Moneyball was fine. I just it was eh, whatever. Is like Dylan? No, you're not Dylan. Thank God. So you're much prettier. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah, um, there were ones that I wanted to include on here, but ones I hadn't yeah. seen a whole lot over time. There
1: was ones that I know most people would include that I'm like, I'm not as attached to them. Right. As the general public right. seems to
0: be. All right, so we'll go ahead. We'll start with your honorable mention. Who's it going to be? I
1: was going back and forth between two. I went with the one I did because I'm pretty sure the other one is on your list, but okay. I am going to do a shout out for Moneyball.
0: Okay, for your honorable mention. For my honorable mention. Okay, go ahead. It
1: is a good movie. Sure. It's not one, I think, because it's more about the business side of baseball, it's not as, I don't love it as much. Yeah. As the other
0: movies on my list. So yeah, oh, stop. Business side of it.
1: It's it's more about the business side, which is interesting, but i want to watch baseball right like, i want to speak about the players yeah and, the game, and this was all about the the front office side which is just, not the same
0: sure so
1: this was a good movie and it was interesting and i'm glad i watched it right i'm not attached to it yeah like i am other baseball games. yeah
0: um yeah, like I liked it. I just I didn't love it, mm-hmm. and and like I want uh, there's one I actually wanted to watch before I actually made my list, and I didn't get around to it. But it's uh, Eight Men Out with uh, Charlie Sheen and John Cusack.
1: When I was trying to scroll through based movies to remind myself, my mm-hmm. horrible memory, I forget movies I love all the time. Yeah, like I kept coming across that one on lists, and I don't remember ever watching
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it's on my list of things to do. So if we did this list again next year, I, it, that could be added to it because like the 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 Black Sox scandal actually fascinates me, yeah. and so I really want to see it. Plus, John Cusack. Um, all right, so for my honorable mention,
1: sure
0: so for my honorable <laughs> mention, uh, I'm going back into my childhood,
1: uh-huh.
0: um, and it was really hard because there are things on here I want to include like Angels in the Outfield, Bull Durham. Uh, Fever Pitch, which I really like Fever Pitch, just because of the story behind how they made it, uh, and even Field of Dreams. Sorry, Field of Dreams is not my top five. As much as I loved it and I cried, I just I can't put it there, when I had so many others that I grew up with that had to go ahead of it. So this is my honorable mention, Rookie of the Year. Uh,
1: really? Yes. It was in my top five
0: yesterday when we talked about that it. I know. That, that
1: was my other honorable mention that I didn't include because really? I thought it was going to be on your list. Oh, no. It's
0: in my honorable mention, and that's it's only because the, the things ahead of it are are still really good. That's
1: funny. Uh, no. I
0: actually... Uh, we watched it down at my granddad's house last year. Or no. When are we going to have to visit Pops, Crystal? Was it last year or the year before? <laughs> anyway, so we're down at my granddad's house, and it's on, and I'm like... <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen this one forever. And I watch it, and I'm like, it's still good. Yeah. Henry Rowan Gartner's stepdad is still an asshole. Like, I'm still actively rooting against him, and I can't wait to see Henry's mom take a right hook against him, you know? It was the 90s.
1: Every step parent in the 90s. Right! All these movies were
0: awful. But, so, uh, growing up, uh, living in Kentucky, and then and then moving to West Virginia, and eventually out here, I didn't have an attachment to a baseball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't develop an attachment to the Royals until well after I'd been living out here. Um, next closest thing would have been the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, eh, whatever. Baseball wasn't my biggest thing. But I'd always take an act of interest in what the Cubs were doing. And it's because of this movie. <laughs> uh, and I still do. Like, I'm still rooting for for the yeah. Cubs. I've never been to Chicago. Still want to go uh but i'm always like ah, yeah the cubbies like between that and back to the future part two i'm like yeah i want to see the cubs succeed exactly. you know they're, apparently they're miserable same goes for the red Sox; they're not miserable anymore so they're losing more and more of my love but when it came to to the cubs it's because of this movie that I, okay. and, and it was, it's such a funny story it's yeah. so so childish like what kid doesn't want to live out the dream of playing for their favorite professional sports team yeah You know, I'm not going to say it's a great movie. It's probably not. What
1: kid doesn't secretly root for the Ducks because of Mighty Ducks?
0: Exactly! I still do! You
1: cannot tell me that you can't hear about the Ducks and not part of you want to be like...
0: Quack, 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 quack! quack." quack. (laughs) Oh, man. God, I feel like we need... Well, there's not enough hockey movies. We'll just do something dedicated to the Mighty Ducks. Uh, But yeah, so so for me, the honorable mention goes to Rookie of the Year. All right, Mm -hmm. so top five. I'm going to let you go first.
1: Angels in the Outfield.
0: Nice. That was it. Was in my top ten for sure.
1: And that was before I was obsessed with Joseph gordon it, Probably enough. Yeah. But no, I just, I, I, it's like a lot of good baseball movies. It just, it has heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just about a kid that wants his family to right. back together. He just, he just wants his family.
0: Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that one as a kid. I really did. Um,
1: the scene of him stepping out and like flapping his arms. Yes. Like the whole stadium joins in, like, you cannot tell me you choke up. You don't choke up. just oh, I do. I watch the I do. Um, I don't believe anyone that would tell me that.
0: Well, and when it when it came to... If you wor- truly
1: don't, you're a sociopath.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, when it... Uh, so, again, it didn't make my top five, but I was still thinking of it. Mm-hmm. When the Royals made their run in 2014, not 2015, mm-hmm. but 2014, Um. you know, I lost my brother that year, and my brother was just getting into baseball, mm-hmm. and so... He started rooting for the Royals and a lot of people, but even still, he was taking an active interest in it yep. because it was constantly on TV at work. So why not? And so when he started getting interested, that's when I was like, you know what? It's up for me and my brother to bond over. We'll root for it. He passed away in the August of that year. <laughs> that
1: was that was the year. Trisha taught Kyle about baseball.
0: Yes, pretty much. There's
1: lots of times. Yes. Uh, it just
0: happened.
1: Explain it to me.
0: Yes. Uh, but when it came time for the playoffs, I you know, I looked at one of my coworkers and said, wouldn't it be some shit if the Royals made it to the playoffs and actually wound up making the World Series? Not thinking it would ever happen.
1: Because when Kansas
0: think that? Well, then we got to got to the game against the Oakland Athletics that year. And like everything about that game, everything about that game was Supernatural. Like, we should not have won it. It shouldn't have gone down the way it did. We should have been sitting at home right afterwards.
1: Let alone the run that came out. Right.
0: The fact that we came out and smacked everybody until we got to the Giants in the World Series and then still took them to the last 90 feet.
2: Yep.
0: Like, the entire postseason, all I could think of was that damn movie. And, like, of course, I'm about to cry thinking about it. But, like... For me, it was an actual instance of angels in the actual outfield because, like I said, my brother, yeah. for, me, for me, it felt like my brother was actually out there.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, shit. I kind of wish I'd put that in my top five now. <laughs> uh, but it's been so long since I watched it. I'm yeah. like, I, yeah. I'm not, yeah. And, and once Disney Plus hits and it's on there, I'll probably watch it a million times and cry every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I get it. Uh, my number five is all about girl power. A League of Their Own. There's No Crying in Baseball.
1: Uh, I don't think I've actually watched it front to back. Really? I think I've only seen it in pieces.
0: Oh, wow. Or I need to. You do. Uh,
1: but I feel like I know enough about
0: it. Yeah. No, that was actually one of the first baseball movies I ever watched.
1: Crying in baseball? baseball?
0: Tom Hanks is fantastic, but Gina Davis is even better. And the, the sibling rivalry between her and her sister mm-hmm. the whole way through. Um you know it doesn't matter if you're male or female you think about your siblings again i'm tied back to that and so league of their own does that to me every time it's genuinely funny it still holds resonance today as we go through you know women's empowerment the me too movement all that it still holds up and it's it's not just a great baseball movie it's just a Damn good movie.
1: That's based
0: on history. It is based on history.
1: Existed. It did.
0: So um, and you're gonna find yeah, when, when we get through this list, you'll you'll see that two of mine are, are based on history. So and that's the first one. So so that was my number five. Number four. Two
1: of mine are ones could be our dudes, but okay. Yeah.
0: So number four for me <laughs> uh-huh. uh, is one it just cracks me up every time I see it. I have to watch it every at the start of every baseball season. I don't even like the Cleveland Indians. So, but Major League every single year sums up what I want our baseball season to be. Uh, I know you've never seen it. I actually think you would like it. It's, it's yeah, that's what
2: I need to. Yeah.
0: It's it's genuinely funny, and it is the whole premise is basically uh, Renee Russo is trying to tank her team so that way she can sell it. Because she has no interest in keeping the Indians. And yet so she gets like a ragtag crew, and it's got Tom Berenger, it's got Wesley Snipes, Charlie Sheen, uh, the yeah. Allstate guy. I can't remember his name. Um, was no. no, no, Allstate guy. That's Allspice all all or Old Spice.
2: spice.
0: Um, uh, different black guy. Yeah. Uh, Palmer. Can't remember his name. I think it's Brian Palmer. I'm not sure. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So, anyway. But it's just those ragtag team coming together, and then they're sitting there going, "Oh, we're going to be out of jobs in, at the end of the season." Well, the hell with this. Let's <laughs> let's try and win it. <laughs> and so, like again, it ties back to the 2014 Royals too. Like even before that happened, yeah. like I always enjoyed this movie. But then 2014 happened, and that's all I could think of. So when we got to, uh, you know, the World Series games, got to that last one. My favorite line from that movie is Tom Berenger just looking at everybody going, "Well." Just go win the whole fucking thing, and like that was the only thing I could think of when it came to Game Seven of that year. Yeah. It didn't happen for us, and I'm sure it didn't happen for them because I can't remember how the sequel goes. But you know, they're taking on the Yankees. They're they're doing this. They're doing that. It's yeah. genuinely funny. It's one of my all time favorites. So, um, yeah. So that's my number four. What's uh, yours?
1: My number four is the rookie. Okay, another one based on a true story.
0: You made me watch it as part of our 007 exchange. I'm
1: trying to remember when it came out. I want to say I was in
0: Two
1: thousand or two thousand one. Okay, so junior high. I just that was okay. So I didn't even really get into baseball mm-hmm. until two thousand three. Mm-hmm. That was when the Royals went on like a ten and zero start. Yes. And we had our first winning season in like fifteen years. Yeah. Um, so this was before I was really, really into baseball. I always enjoyed baseball movies. Again, because baseball was my dad's sport. So I grew up with baseball movies. But I just remember watching The Rookie and just loving it. Like, again, it has heart. Like, all the best baseball movies just have great characters. They do. They do. And there's just another one of those. Especially watching, you know, the story of a teacher fulfill his dream, you know, all these years later. And all the students that are just like you keep telling us to live our dreams. What about you? Like, yeah. The fact that the students turned it around on the, their teacher and made him yeah. do it. I thought was great. Yeah.
0: And, and was, then to find out
1: it was based on a, a, an actual, that, that really happened. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I watched that as part of our, uh, our, our little movie exchange. Um, and I genuinely enjoyed it. I thought Dennis Quaid was great in it. And the story is really good. Like, and yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, the message of Follow Your Dreams, no matter how old you are, it still holds true. i mean, dad watching you, cry. Oh, your dad's a softie. He won't let it on, but he's a softie. I know it. So, uh, yeah, no, I really dug that one, and, uh, you know, I'm glad you put it on the list for me. Uh, I meant to see it back when it first came out, because I might not be the biggest baseball fan, but I love sports movies for the most part. And so that was one that I was like, oh, that looks good, but well, I'll get around to it eventually. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, like I said, the the just the message there of, of do what you love, you know, chase the dream, you know, even yeah. if it doesn't work out, you know, at least you can say you were there. You tried. So, um, yep. yeah, so, all right, that was your number, number four, number, four? number three.
1: Field the Dreams. <sighs> so... Field of Dreams is my dad's favorite movie ever. Okay. That he never watches because it makes him cry every time. Yeah. Because of personal issues with his dad. Mm-hmm. And so we grew up watching it. Um, we give him a hard time because we bought him the DVD and it stayed in the plastic for years. Yeah. But to the point of we we actually went to Dyersville, Iowa. Mm-hmm. And we have been, I've been to the the house. Well, they weren't, I guess you can go tour the house now, but at the time there was still a family living in it. Sure. So you couldn't go in the house, but the grounds are still there that there's the field and there's, you know, a a souvenir stand whatnot. And so we went and um, I was was probably late nineties. I was in elementary and uh, so dad went out and, you know, there was a bunch of probably, mid to late 20s dudes right. playing baseball in the field and he went out there and was like I want an old dude take a few hits so he took a few hits and then he hits this line drive into the corner and literally just goes okay thanks and he just walks up I got what I needed and that's <laughs> and just watching my dad and like how much that meant to him sure and I mean it's a great movie oh yeah uh
0: I didn't see it again until we did our film exchange you put you put several baseball movies on there. Oddly enough, my number two is is on that list as well. So you are you can already know what it is. Um, but yeah, in watching that, you know, I've had my issues with my dad over the year um, years, and uh, you know, watching it, I sat there and I went, man, the, the performances are so good, like they're really good. But the story, the story yeah, just so keeps true. coming back, and it's so simple. The story is so simple. But then you keep watching and yeah by the end of it i cried like i genuinely sobbed at the end of it it's so damn good um
2: is this
1: heaven no well, this is awesome. so, uh,
0: <laughs> which which if you ask my uncle he'll <laughs> tell you oh my god they're in hell <laughs> but still the concept of that is cool and the fact that people still to this day make the trek out there just to see the field
1: trust me there ain't nothing out there no no, no one's making a trip right. to eastern iowa for anything
0: right now was it this year or is it next year that they're actually playing a pro game out there mm-hmm. like the yankees and somebody else
1: well considering we're during the world series next year it'll
0: well i couldn't remember if it was earlier this year that they did it or if it's next year okay so it's next year okay Uh, i'd almost be willing to try and find a way to make that trip i really would and like i'm not again i'm not as attached to the movie it didn't make my top five but like that would still be something cool to go see so that was your number three my number three is actually tied because it's the same movie just done twice okay bad news bears um
1: That was one I considered, but
0: Uh, I think I've only seen it like
1: once. I just don't have the attachment. Okay,
0: so I love the original Walter Matthau's grade in it. Uh, And of course you have the casual racism of the the late 70s, which you're just sitting there going, why? Why would you think that way? (laughs) But it's still kind of funny. The kids are all still foul-mouthed. Whatever. (laughs) Um, But my introduction to The Bad News Bears was actually the remake with Billy Bob Thornton. We all know how I feel about remakes. (laughs) This is actually one of the few that I thought was worthy of the name. Die laughing at both of them either way. Uh, to the point where, like, if I see somebody come in uh, wearing either a Chico's Bail Bonds or a Bo Peep's Strip Club t-shirt, like like the yellow and white shirt with the sponsorships, I'm still sitting there going, dude, that is awesome. <laughs> like, I wish I could find that in my size. Uh, but, no, the, the ragtag team yeah. of misfits getting together and doing something, you know, that they shouldn't have, have gotten to do yeah. is, again, I think that's the charm of most sports movies, but I, specifically I baseball. the
1: Bad News Bears and Little Giants being just the different yeah. sport version of each other.
0: Oh, God, yeah. No, I hadn't thought about Little Giants in a while, but yeah, you're right. Um,
1: Little Giants is just the football version. Yeah. And Bad News Bears is the baseball version.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but bad could news Mighty Ducks is. The hockey it's true. It is. Uh, but the remake actually has the best piece of advice I think you could ever give a teenage boy or a, a preteen boy, which is make sure you write your name in your cup. You don't want to be, uh, what, what do you say, picking picking something out of your briar patch is what he's talking about, you know, catching crabs. It's, it cracks me up every time I hear it. But I'm sitting there going, it's not wrong. It's not long. It's one of the best pieces of advice you you could ever give a kid on a sports team. So, uh, it, just oh, stupid shit like that. But it's both movies actually have a bit of girl power to it too. It's true. As uh, his daughter in both movies is is the pitcher. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I just I think they're both funny and and very much of their generations. Because even for 2003 or 2004, whenever the remake came out, mm-hmm. it's very much a very Mid two thousands movie,
2: yeah,
0: uh, with that same kind of attitude. So and probably a little more raunchy than what you'd get today if you made it now. So, all right, so that's my number three. Number two again comes from the trade off that we did, the Jackie Robinson movie Forty Two.
1: That's my number two.
0: Oh, we're shitting together because it's number two. So. Uh, it probably is. So, forty-two. Uh, I love you know. I love history, and even sports history. Jackie Robinson's story, though, is so unique. Um, and to see it play out on the big screen between Chadwick Boseman, Harrison Ford, and you know, uh, Luke Black is in it too. To see those guys bring those characters to life in such a way. It is uh,
1: I, my favorite scene is with these Clark. Oh he's yes, in there and he's got his armor on him. And yep, he's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like, I need to see them for who I am. Right,
0: and Not...
1: maybe you know, and the iconic line of, "Maybe one day we'll two 42 42. and they won't be able to tell us apart." Like,
0: exactly. The fact that nobody got nominated for an Oscar in that movie is a damn shame. Yeah. Um,
1: and the fact that they they inserted those those shots of the kid and mm-hmm. his dad. With the dad, you know, the kid was so excited to see Lucas Black's character. His name just escapes me at the moment. Yes. Uh, Pee-wee. 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 Yep. The kid is so excited to see Pee-wee Reese. Yeah. Oh, how many hits do you think he'll get? And then he watches his dad the second Jackie Robinson comes out just spewing the racist hate that everyone else is. And you see this kid confused and upset and doesn't understand why this is happening and then slowly start joining it, joining in, and you're just heartbroken. Yeah. And then here comes Pee Wee Reese wrapping his arm around Jackie Robinson. And you see this kid conflicted because his dad is figuring out the stuff. But Pee Wee Reese is obviously his hero. right? And so to see that kid have to be like, what do I do do now? is just heartbreaking. Yeah. But it's just, I love that scene so much. Oh,
0: no, it's so good. Um, Even
1: if I'm casually watching it, when that scene comes on, I will put down whatever I'm doing. To watch it again. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, when it comes to that scene as a Kentucky... Pee Wee Reese is from Kentucky. Lived and died in Kentucky.
1: Because Lucas Black doesn't take roles
0: that No, they can't have a southern accent. In. But as, as somebody from Kentucky who... And I know that the state has had its problems with race over the years. And still to the state does. That moment, watching that movie, that moment makes me so damn proud of of what we could be
1: if we when tried he goes in into um manager's office and he's like look at all these look at all these letters i got and he's yes like, oh yeah yeah you think that's bad yeah just oh. the giant <laughs> the jackie robinson hate mail and yes like, yes
0: but thank you all right so that 42 is our number two so a matter of fact i want to go watch it again so all right, but number one, number one, the all time classic. I, you and I, I already know what yours is because it's the same as mine. I guarantee it. Ready? One, two, three. The Sandlot. Oh, you throw like a girl. Cracks me up every single time I see it. We had the pleasure of getting to see it at Kaufman last oh, year. God, that was awesome. It was great. The audio sucked, but hell, we've seen the movie so many damn times that we know exactly what they're saying. Kill, like the movie is so good, and it, and it is such, such a uh, like even to this day, it still perfectly shows young boys being young boys. The games may have changed, the the gear has changed, but boys will be boys, and you wrap it around baseball, like. Yeah. Who, after that movie, who didn't want a pair of PF flyers to make them faster? You know? Who didn't want to tangle with a giant bull mastiff? You, you know?
2: Again,
0: James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones is so great! Why are the dogs going? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Tried to talk over it, and here we are. No, that movie is so good. And like even before like I when when we first had to watch it, I was like, oh, baseball movie. I was I was such a kid. <laughs> little, little kid. I'm
1: like, eh. But
0: that movie kills me every time. I
1: do not remember the first time I saw it. Like it just it seems like it's, it's always just there. It's just always been It's just episode. there.
0: Yeah. But no, like the the, the moment where Squints pretends to to drown just to get a kiss from Wendy Peppercorn.
1: And calls him
0: out by the ear. Yes, like that shit would not fly in 2019, but 1950, whatever it was, yeah. or 62, or what, whatever year it was, I can't remember. I feel yeah. like it's late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. but it's totally. I'd say it's like
1: 1960. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah,
0: it it just like that scene kills me every time, and I'm sitting there going, you know, if a boy pulled that, he'd be in so much trouble. But at the same time, as red blooded American, I'm going American male, I'm going shame on you. <laughs> and like it's it's just one of those things. That you can't you can't help it out cuz it's a totally different time.
1: I don't know many girls my age that didn't have a crush on Benny.
0: Oh, Benny Rodriguez, the Jet.
1: Benny the Jet. Benny the Jet
0: was that kid is is the nicest kid that you could ever meet in any of these movies. Like, you know, he comes in, this young boy is being picked on, horse smalls. Mm. Yeah. You know, being picked on. And he's like, "Hey, come play with us. Come hang out." You know, even Ham, who when he's giving him shit, is still sitting there, like, like you're it's tough. Me, it's a tough love. It's a tough love. Like I never felt any sense of malice from any of these characters towards him. It's just a, what planet are you from? Talking. And and I think that's what's so great How about. When
1: I've something when I haven't had anything to begin with. Yeah, you're killing me, Smalls.
0: Right. Oh, nice thing about or one of the the. I say nice thing, but one of the great things about that movie too is that it's actually the cast of boys is still diverse for its time, even yeah. though it's 1993. Because you still have, you know, Benny's Benny's Hispanic. I can't remember uh, the kid, but he's there's uh, an African American kid in the group. You wearing know? a monarch's hat. Yeah, wearing a monarch's hat, no less.
1: That apparently was his his thing. That he, I think I read that. that yeah. He pushed for that. Like yeah. he was like, no, I'm I'm gonna wear monarch's hat. Right. <laughs> Period. Yeah. So it, it's which made sense for the era. So. Oh
0: absolutely. Um
1: Do you do a pillow
0: me? Yeah, I just yeah. I whenever I watch it, like it just it it speaks to the the great thing about youth and, yeah. and experience in that you don't know anything but you're learning as you go. Yeah. And when it comes to even those just those racial issues, they don't get into it at all. Yeah. And there's no need to because I think at that early of an age, you're not, you're not as well versed in hate. And I think that's, yeah. it's one of the the great things about youth is that you don't know how bad the real world is until you get older.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and so there's something great about the innocence of it. And so, um, damn it, now I want to go watch that too. Can we just, can we just baseball marathon everything this week? Like we're off for like the next day or and a half or whatever. Let's do it. All right, guys. That's it for this week's show. Uh, appreciate y'all tuning in. It's good to be back. Good to be back in the in the groove of things. Next week is Halloween. Uh, plan to put out an episode next week. We're going to do our top five, possibly ten, favorite horror movies uh, or Halloween-related things. Uh, I'm going to leave it pretty wide open. I swear to God, though, Trisha, if Hocus Pocus is on your list, I might have a conniption seen it seriously don't tell don't tell crystal like no seriously she might have an aneurysm like seriously i've seen it i don't think it's that great you'll probably <laughs> think it's cute it. and it is a cute movie but yeah. i think that good but i digress. so yeah so next week top horror movies of I'm course here, hear like
1: i finally watched nightmare before christmas for the first time
0: this year so yeah <laughs> it won't that definitely won't be on my list uh um, well that's fine um but yeah so we're gonna we're gonna do that next week um, uh, and then just whatever else comes our way. Uh, you know, I feel like we catch enough shit from our customers that we'll have stories to tell. I am going to plan to get another, another theater manager on, not one of ours, but, uh, yep. And then also be on the lookout, uh, cause I think next week we're also going to start the star Wars series. So, um, uh, and I'm going to try and pull somebody in for that as well. So, um, Yeah. Thanks for tuning in guys. I'm going to go ahead and give you the rundown. I don't think anybody's actually using them and I'm, I'll be honest, I'm kind of terrible at it other than advertising the episodes, but Twitter at drunk underscore theater, Facebook at my, at my drunk movie theater. Come check us out. You can also email us at my drunk movie theater at gmail.com. Uh, again, happy to be back as much as I enjoyed my vacation. It's good to be back, and it's good to get to hang out with you and drink Pink Whitney's and get hammered and talk movies. Uh, So, yeah, so for this week, I'm Kyle Sutton.
1: I'm Trisha Campbell.
0: And be nice to your damn movie uh, staff. Take it easy, guys.